Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Special show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. As uh, our two dads are away, it's old to be a kid. Deuce and the kids. All right, <laughs> I like, like when that. you go. To, I wasn't born for for '85, obviously. <laughs> but the Packers Super Bowl, Parcells is is much to blame. I mean, Reggie White. Like, can we we don't put a tight end over there? Chip him. This is all retroactive, ever Because how old were you in '96? Four. <laughs> so mad about just like you're kicking off the Desmond. People are around me, and I'm just like telling them that you know they're idiots or whatever. I was born like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor Patty. Uh, Hold on, I'm sure he's dying to talk to the B squad. Charles Gambino is is like a Renaissance man. This is America. Was that his last one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. See, I'm hip. You yeah. call chips a dessert though. No. Like that's no, a that's dessert it's for a snack. Snack. It's snack. It's a snack. It's a side with a sandwich, is girl. Come on. It's empty bullshit. Oh, sorry. Crap <laughs> oh, <laughs> calories. <laughs> we got her. We got her. <laughs> I first swear. Crap. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Wow, I go away and you guys you know, are just swearing it up. It's you know what the moral of drunken is. sailors. Say. I know that's the moral. Yeah, can't trust Alice. The adults leave the room, and what happens? I know, but you guys held the ship, <laughs> the fort down. I, I guess tried. Yeah. you tried, Uncle Mike. Yeah. I wasn't. It was the dads are gone, but I didn't feel like the kid. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not young enough to be no, the kid. I'm you're not. Yeah, I'm like just old so you Uncle know, Mike. You're not. Well, yeah. it's Deuce. It's Tamara. It's Evan. It's Paul. It's me. And Tamara is right. I believe I heard you say that chips are a snack. Yeah, not, yeah. absolutely. Not dessert. Absolutely. They, they definitely. Circle gets a square. Uh, Chris, the webmaster's in the booth because Matt Morell is on <laughs> a well-deserved vacation. I, I hope he didn't go to Afghanistan. It doesn't sound like he's. He's enjoying it, though. I just saw him tweet something that said... Uh, you didn't go back to the uh, Mideast to work th- some things out? <laughs> Three hours ago, it says, I hate that I'm on <laughs> vacation. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Who hates well, he vacation? was a Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Who hates vacation? I hope he didn't go back to Afghanistan. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think he's okay, though. He's, he's near a pool now. We're tracking him. He's, okay. reading, he's reading a Daredevil comic by the pool. He's, he's in okay, Dubai. Please. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Turn your turn your microphone on, Evan. <laughs> uh, Chris, make sure Evan's mic is uh, is turned up. Uh, Audrey says, turn "Fred, Fred, please teach Deuce how to read emails." Uh-oh. Thursday's show wow. was a meltdown. For some reason, Mike can't host and read at the same time. When he does read, it's very fast and breathy. Oh. Sometimes with a nervous laugh, he's skimming the content like a speed reader and not even saying all the printed words. Then he immediately answers and gives his opinions first rather than <laughs> letting the group chime in. Oh. He could catch his breath and then add his thoughts. It's like a hyper puppy who can't calm down around strangers type of feeling. Oh, who is this? Uh, this is smokes. Audrey from New Hampshire. Go back and listen and you'll know immediately what I mean. Other than this issue, Mike has been a great addition. <laughs> <laughs> I think Audrey's totally right, but she's, she's now on my enemies list. Though. I'm You're looking forward to another right. round of epic draft shows. Love the show. Loyal 12-year listener that was good she's right i appreciate the constructive criticism so i will i will take that in mind i certainly do well fred does a good job because sometimes you start to read you're like it's a dead moment and you're like i better read an email and you start to read an email and you're like there's nothing in this email and then you have to you know tack and well as much as i like to make fun of fred when he's not paying attention to what we're saying he's generally reading the emails to see which ones he should read on setting up the next one yeah. yeah, I couldn't. He's I, facilitating. I like, I, I'm yeah. like a ball, like a ball distributor, you know. I got yeah. a little uh, inside baseball. We've been busy this week filming something really special for the Patriots schedule release in May. I don't know what we can say or not say, but let's we, just yeah. say. Well, let's not say too much. I think let's, that's what you can say. Yeah. Let's just say 
Deuce in his director chair with yeah. the sunglasses has been the highlight. I wasn't yeah. even the director. I just sat there and looked like the director, doing nothing. <laughs> just no, but he oh looked- no, I I pulled I, I pulled up yesterday, and you were you were in charge of the whole yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, but it was so funny because Deuce, we're outside. Deuce has got the hoodie on and the baseball cap. The, glasses and he's looking at the monitor at the at the scene <laughs> in his little director's chair light. and he, he looked like you know you know martin scorsese oh, on set that's yeah right. that's right yeah we need more it was uh, great it's been good it's been good we're excited to see uh what, what comes out of it you'll see it uh in a couple months yeah certain wait couple months? About, a couple months about a month about a month yeah I was like, you better hurry <laughs> i don't know what time it, i don't know what day it is I've been yeah. yeah no it's uh it's probably our most ambitious effort yet mm-hmm yeah, a lot of moving pieces. A lot of patriots, former patriots, I, 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 current, future patriots. Come on, man! You're you're like the people who like look at the spoilers online. Yeah, what are you I doing? Someone tells me what's going on in succession. That's what's going to happen to them. What See, I already mean? caught that spoiler. He's the kid that, that you don't tell about the surprise party right. because <laughs> he's just going to ruin the surprise. Probably, right. probably. They yeah. they don't want me anywhere near this shoot. I don't even know where it is. I don't know the address. <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I, they told me, uh, oh, we don't need you. Just just go be on radio uh, next week. You're fine. Parts unknown. Stick to the draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stick to the draft. I know your strengths. All right. So what do we got going here, everybody? I feel like we're in like the draft like slowdown period where everything just kind of like slows down a little bit, gets quiet. There aren't really a lot of personnel moves. OBJ, we could talk about that one, mm-hmm. but um, it just feels like silly season. This is where rumors just I go, agree. and that's all you're kind of hearing. There's not a lot of like nobody's really adding to the team right now. Yeah, we're at that point where it's like you know, 27 teams are interested in trading up with Arizona to get uh, you know to their spot. You know that kind of silly season mm-hmm. stuff. Right. I'm sure some of it is is based in reality, but I think it's really going to come down to for. For those teams like three, four, you know, five, who feels strongly enough about one of the quarterbacks to take them? One of the other quarterbacks. Because it certainly looks like Bryce Young is going to go one to Carolina. That's I know Peter King kind of indicated that. Albert Breer kind of indicated that. Seems to be a, some traction for Young going to Carolina. Where Stroud comes, but then does Indy... India's at four, I think. Yeah. Do they feel strongly about Will Levis? Right. Is this a, or, or a stronger not? class than last year? In terms of quarterbacks? quarterbacks? Yeah. Oh, Much. Yeah. How yeah. about the year before? No. About equal, I would say. But next year. But there's no Trevor Lawrence in this Next class. year is the. Yeah. Oh. No. Not, no. No. Not, no not, Trevor Lawrence. Like, not a profile of that kind of guy because these, like, I mean, obviously Bryce Young is so small. Yep. So it's 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 a lot different. But I don't think this is as good as that class, even even though that class has kind of been meh. Well, yeah. I mean, Beyond other than Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence took a, a while, but he's come on. But I'm on. going yeah. but based on coming out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I what, think, what, I think what we thought of those five I guys think, as, a, as opposed I think to they're what better we than think this of these, these four guys. And, and I, I, I guess I'm, what I'm getting to is I think these guys are getting a little inflated. They always do. Yeah. You know? I think well, well, sometimes it's. You know, it's deserveful. I mean, (laughs) Zach Wilson got into the top three of the draft all because of what happened after the season, you know, (laughs) like all because he looked good throwing the football in short. Mm -hmm. So I think that this happens a lot, but I think this class, more than maybe any other class in recent memory, has had some guys that performed well actually on tape, (laughs) not just in the combine Mm -hmm. and at pro days and things like that. They have really good film, all all four of them. So of Levis, Richardson, Stroud, and Young, who has the biggest upside? Upside. Anthony Richardson, not 
Yeah, easily. Why? Because he's most athletic? He's Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he's In a good way, though. Yeah. Prime <laughs> Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, but Cam Newton was better in college than Richardson is. By a thousand percent. Right. But, yes. but, but Evan's right. In terms of upside, that's potential. Yep. Yep. Highest ceiling. I, I agree with Evan. Is it fair, though, to compare him to Cam Newton? Well, no, you asked it, me ceiling, so I gave you a ceiling comparison. Yeah. If it works, it's Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. now, Cam Newton's floor was probably a lot higher than Anthony Richardson's. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Correct. I guess. Hmm. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Levis has a good arm, but not accurate. You know, not as mobile as Richardson. Yeah, his his 2022 film is awful. Yeah. I'm just going to. Some decisions. Yeah. Problems with decisions at yeah. times for Levis. And then, you know, Young, like. I want to like him, but he's so small. Mm-hmm. You know, he's small. He's not Kyler Murray small though. He's yeah. he's six feet tall. Is he's, he as is he yeah. as fast as Murray? No, but he's yeah. a better pure passer in the pocket than, yeah. than Murray is. He's better like feel for just innate quarterbacking yeah. than than Kyler did. Kyler was an athlete. Is there a chance C.J. Stroud is the first quarterback picked? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was yeah. listening to that. I feel like. This morning when I was working out, not trying to plug that in there, they were they were <laughs> saying, they were saying that it could be like you know a coin flip of who was one. Yeah, it's going to be a tough it's been one. Sp- like and everyone's mock drafts, they've been flipping back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, should yeah. be interesting. That's what I think just adds I, I so much possible. interest to the draft now with how important quarterbacks have always been important, but this just feels like there's so much put on getting that guy now. And mm-hmm. with four guys like this, that I mean, I don't know if you want to count Levis in that group, but it just. It feels like there's going to be a lot of jockeying going on. Like, you know, right now, I'm sure that, you know, what are teams going to do? Like, if a team is just as absolutely in love with C.J. Stroud, you know, what are they willing to give up to get him? I, I just think the, the, the value of quarterbacks now and how explicit it is within the league, it just seems to add this whole level of, of drama that didn't exist last year where there wasn't this quarterback class. You know, it's now it's what's going to happen? Who's going to trade up? Who's going to, you know, I think we know probably one, but after that, it could get interesting. I think it's also... Once you get past Stroud and Young, Levis and Richardson are high-variance prospects. Yeah. So if you're a team like the Colts at four, are you taking that risk that the floor is on the ground for those two guys versus Stroud and Young who are as high a floor prospects as maybe you're going to have over the next couple of years, I would say? I mean, Caleb Williams, I think, is is going to be – a Trevor Lawrence type of prospect next year. And uh, maybe the kid from UNC is pretty good too. But I I think that those two guys in terms of floor are as high a floor prospects as we've seen in the last couple of years. And if you're Andy at four, or if you're the Raiders or if you're Seattle and you're trying to hedge your bets behind uh, your veterans or maybe look for longer term answers, are are you okay with a potential huge bus factor with both? And that could be bad for the Patriots. If mm. if that ends up happening, because then those two guys start to fall. Well, that's what I – my next question was, any chance that all four go before the Patriots pick, which oh, then would the, be good yeah. for the Patriots. I think there's a yeah. chance of that. Yeah. Um, but that's why, like, the, the Indy, Seattle 4-5 thing that Evan just mentioned. Like, Indy's waited and waited and waited, Right. Now you're gonna pick, you're gonna end up picking Will Levis. That's the guy you were waiting for. Like right. I, yeah. I don't think they're gonna take a quarterback. I know a lot of people don't even, you know, aren't even convinced that Houston's gonna do it. And Houston is right there, you know, can take Stroud or Young, right. whoever's available. That's hmm. what's different about this class too than two years ago is that you don't really have the handful of elite receivers to maybe tack to. If you can't get the quarterback, 
you can get Jamison Williams. You know, you can get Gareth Wilson. Like, that you don't really have those guys. And if you if you don't get a quarterback, you're not going to be able to get that exciting kind of piece. Like, you might have to. All right, well, we got to go to a tackle now. Or, I mean, the, you know, there are defensive ends up there too that you know might bring a little juice. But I just I think I look increasingly more about the draft somewhat through the prism of needing to generate excitement and to, you know, to get your fans on board and to put butts in training camp seats and those kind of things. Um, it's just, it's, it's an interesting mix this year where you don't really have those wide receivers to kind of complement this quarterback group. Yeah. The strength of this draft class is uh, as your analogy is, is putting the wheels on the tires, yeah. right? Edge rushers, tackles, tight ends, uh, corners. Like these are not necessarily the positions that, put training camp butts in the seats right. as as you're putting it but they're positions that you look back on and you're like oh we have uh, a really solid left tackle that now we're talking about second contracts for Paris Johnson and it, it's this is going to be a, a Matt Light situation where he's here for 10 years you know it's, those those guys are Im- important too it's funny you say that though Evan because like I mean we we had Cole Strange last year that was a loaded pick just because of where he was selected and but I think even if they had taken any guard at that point, you know, it would have been a similar just kind of lack of energy around the pick. But people are saying now, I understand that left tackle is a need and I'm okay if they take Skaronsky, Paris Johnson. But I also wonder that there's still going to be a significant contingent of Patriots fans that are like, oh, an offensive lineman, oh, you know, yeah. where it's, where it's, 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 a, dull, one it's of those a dull spaces. pick. Yeah. There's no there's no question about that. But to make, I, it, to make it even duller, I was reading today that a lot of teams are thinking about moving Skaronsky into guard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he could be a guard uh, if you listen to the uh, the the podcast on offensive line. Oh. I mean, you heard uh, oh. Mike Mike do so. So could Cody Evan Mock. Lazar I've heard he might be a guard. <laughs> debate uh, the position flexibility of certain <laughs> prospects. <Yeah. laughs> I'm hearing a lot of good things about this running back from Texas. Okay, it sounds like Fred got the beast yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You have you have to listen to Thursday's show where if we pick him at fourteen, swearing and talking about snacks, you you will, you will be upset if we yes. pick him at fourteen. Yeah, I don't want that at fourteen. Okay, I've gone back and forth on it. Where's he that. supposed to go? Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> he could go. He, he, he could be you know one of the running backs. Bijan Robinson. You're talking. Yeah. About. yeah. He could go in the in the first round. Absolutely. He's, if he's this, talented enough. If this was 25 years ago, then oh. Bijan Robinson be the number one overall pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Or you'd have a team he's trading their good. entire draft he's, to get him. He's that good. He has the potential to be that good. Now, the draft is uncertain so i'm not going to sit here and say he's he's a hall of famer like i don't know like mm-hmm. he he might be he might be uh you know leonard fournette like I, I i don't know but he's got the potential to be that good now there's a, better than barkley coming out mm-hmm. i think they're comparable really yeah if i had to like use a pro comparison for Bijan, it would probably be saquon barkley with no injury but what does it look like well, here if they took him? Like, what now. does that look yeah. like putting him into and this offense with how yeah. they traditionally use running backs you know like it's just it's hard. Like, what do you do with Ramondre Stevenson? You know, like, what do you do with Pierre Strong? What do you do with Kevin Harris? Yeah. Are those guys just out now? Like, it's just yeah. I, that's what I don't, like. Can't. I'm not well, even well, taking the I mean, Kenny. <laughs> uh, you know, Mike. I mean, like, if if this guy's as good as Evan says he is, I'm not worried about Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong. But are you worried about Ron, Ramondre a little bit? Yeah, are you he, worried that they're not going to play him can, enough to really work together? get to that ceiling? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's so they can't work together. Yeah, which I think is. The biggest reason why, why I'm not? against it because they're the same. They're the same player. Mm-hmm. They're yep. pl- they're you know it's it's the biggest issue that I have with it is 
Ramondre went for, what, 1,700 scrimmage yards last year. How much better can you really be? Like, he went for 1,700 scrimmage yards in an offense that we all agree was completely broken. Well, okay, but here you go. So, he yes, he did 1,700 scrimmage yards, but it's not the question of how much can the running back be. It's how much better can the offense be. Right. You know? And, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know how – Based off of everything that we know about running backs, I don't know how much better Bijan Robinson really makes you. He's an unbelievably talented player, and this is where you know my my draft nerd me, and then like my you know the other side of me get into into conflict because I can he's probably the best player in the draft, but he's also a running back, and you have to factor in that you pretty much are set there. If the season were to start tomorrow, you'd be have a really good running back room. And then you also have to look at just the positional value overall of a running back. So you're more you're a need over best guy available person. I, I think that teams lie to you that say that they take the best player available. I think what they do is they try to find the sweet spot of the best player sure. available being a, p- a position of need, yes. like the Patriots last year when they traded down and took a guard. So Bijan Robinson is you cannot make the argument that he's a need he's there's there's no side of it that makes him a need for the Patriots uh, but he's probably going to be the most talented player on the board if they pick at 14 so yeah I mean you could argue that's one of the least uh needy positions well, that I, they have. I can argue yeah. that I yeah. would agree with that yeah if you tried to so argue would I would say truly, I'm not arguing that would be truly <laughs> a um yeah. You know, we think he's just so much better right. than anybody. He's just available. that much better. Yeah. You can't pass on him. We got to get him. Now, I just think if the, the NFL was trending towards running a triple option, then yes, <laughs> draft him. But no. Wow. Snark, no. Snark from Tomato. <laughs> just love the, it. Just the love it. That's usually how back. I feel. Triple option about for it. the Evan crowd, too. I mean, she's got it. She nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's usually how I, the nerd in me usually feels that way. I. I think running backs are very, very replaceable. I think here they've shown that the running backs are very replaceable. I know. It's yeah. really helped their offense. I, I just <laughs> – I think if you have a guy – It has. <laughs> it's done very well for them over the years. Yeah. I'm talking about recently. If you're, Who was the best player last year? It doesn't, right? The running back – Every offense the has – jack running back every, that you drafted before that. Every offense has a best player. That doesn't mean the offense no, is but, good. But my point is the philosophy of – Treating running backs like old socks and just going on to the next one yep. worked for them even last year with no offense. They had Damian Harris as a third round pick four years ago. Yeah. They took another one in the third round two years later who was just as good, if not better. I well, I you replaced the position, but your That's offense what, but, got worse. But not not because of that. I'm not saying it that was because but I'm saying if you have That's a generational pick, ta- not your third I round think pick. if you have a generational talent at any position on offense, it's going to make your offense better. Yeah, I'm with Evan. Like, has the Giants' offense gotten better? Well, he's so in and out. I mean, was Carolina's offense better with McCaffrey? Like, yes. No, it wasn't. They couldn't move the ball. Yeah. Now it wasn't Christian McCaffrey's fault that they couldn't move the ball. He's an excellent player. Yeah. That that's exactly I, you put him on San Francisco and boy he and their offense was exactly the same. He started producing immediately. Yes, because he's a really good player, friend. Yeah. I, I just know. like George Kittle is and Debo Samuel is. Those guys continue to produce like they always do when they're I, healthy. I think what you've seen and it is that if you make the running back like in San Francisco is a perfect example. When the running back is the cherry on top, mm-hmm. that's a different conversation than our entire offense is now going to run through this player. And just the 
efficiency of it just doesn't line up with the data. Like the data suggests that teams that are built that way are not only just worse than teams that are built to pass the football, but also just have a, a particular ceiling offensively. And I think a great example would be like the Tennessee Titans. Like that would be what prime Derrick Henry, Tennessee is what you are hoping that you would be if your whole thing is built through. And are you Bijan. saying that by taking any running back at 14 in the first round, you have to build your offense around him now? Now you're obligated because well, who of, else are they going to build it around? No, I'm just saying, like, can can you know? I don't want to call it wasting, but let's use that word: wasting a first round pick on a running back. Can you still be a passing offense? To who? Like, if, well, if you're going to be a passing offense, you're gonna you have to get a pass catcher. Well, I, that I know, build but it around. you know, let's just say that you know you believe the pundits and these wide receivers in this class aren't first round worthy. So you pick a wide receiver in the second round. You know. And you and you still say you know with Mike Kosicki and everybody else that we're going to pass first, but we've got this guy that the other team has to honor, and it's going to help our offense. I think we've got Ramondre, but now if you say if you were the Bills at fourteen, Bijan Robinson on their offense with what they already have yeah. with wide receivers, that makes sense. And so for them, you're saying it would be okay to oh, take yeah. him Bills, in the first round. Bills could take him at fourteen. Well, okay. they're they're also picking twenty eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Something like I mean that's a little different. That's like Sony Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, know, at the end of the first round, it's a little they different. Use, they could use a good. But that's ahead. such a great Go point. Mike, Mike's got Mike, Mike's dying. Well, I was just going to say the the biggest thing that turns me away from this whole conversation is the fact that it's reported that the Patriots are intrigued by him, which just seems like why would that get out? Like everybody it seems more is like intrigued by subterfuge yeah. than it's, anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not for a big every fan team, of those. It, it, every team wants everything out there. Right. They want right. all mm-hmm. everything out there. We're interested in everybody. You know, yeah. You know, every team is intrigued by him. He's the best player in yeah. the draft. Like if you if you're watching any of these guys and you're not in, you don't watch Bijan Robinson. You're like, holy crap! He forced a hundred and four missed tackles last year at Texas. A hundred and four. Like that's insane. I'm yeah. interested to see how that translates. Can he catch the ball? I, okay. Oh yeah. I'm interested to see how that mm. translates over, just because Big Twelve defense is trash. Like, you don't play defense. You play offense. That's if true. you look at those scores and all the Big 12 games, in fairness, they NFL are defense is trash horrible. Too. <laughs> like, Baylor, West Virginia, Texas, those scores are like 60 in the 50s. Like, that's the, not normal. The one hesitation that I, I did have was against Alabama, which is the best team that he played oh, that, last that year. That game was great. They were, he was 21 for 70 or something like that. So, mm. that that's... And Alabama wasn't even great defensively no, not last year. Right. Yeah. So not, not, not Alabama great. Yeah. Their, their offensive line, Texas's offensive line, got dominated at mm-hmm. the point of attack. And even a running back as good as Bijan Robinson can't run through three people at the line of scrimmage. No. And he didn't have the best game. Now, he did catch... You know, three passes for like seventy yards on top of the seventy-one yards that he rushed for. But. That's one of those things with um, with Robinson, and I I understand. Like, I think he's a really good player. I'm not telling you Saquon Barkley stunk coming out or Christian McKenzie. Those guys are really, really good players, and they're good NFL players when they're healthy. Um, I hate the notion of you know why not just you know pass on Bijan Robinson and wait a round or two and. But in that case, for a running back, I would pass on Bijan Robinson. In you know, if I really needed a running back, take Jameer Gibbs yeah, somewhere later in the draft. That's the guy or, we're talking about, you know, too. or or whatever. I don't think the running back is a need. I'm with mm-hmm. Evan. I think it's probably, if it's not the least need, uh, you know, the smallest need on the on the roster, it, it's it's in a, 
Oh yeah. Next one up. No, I agree. I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate here, trying to, you know, if there's any opening there f- for taking him. I mean, well, if you yeah. have Stevenson, that you feel good about, you know, and Robinson, strong, Kevin Harris, and then I don't know where to sort of slot in Ty Montgomery. There's a lot of teams that would say oh, that's a that's a pretty good wide receiver uh, running back room. Yeah. Like, why do I need to draft one yep, that on high. day one or even yeah. even early day two? Yeah. yeah, that's why I think Gibbs was. I mean, somebody that Evan and I you know talked about just coming from Alabama, a little bit more of that threat in the passing game. That's the only thing. And the, the late round guys, maybe a developmental pass catcher. Yeah, those kind of guys. I'm all for like a Deuce Vaughn in like the yeah. fourth or fifth round. Kenny yeah, Martin I you know I and. In all fairness, I think, you know, when you look at the needs, I mean, I'd, I'd have to take a tackle over a running back in the first round. Yeah. You know, just. Mike agrees to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Okay. No, Evan and I believe that tackle No, you, you know, and you know what it is. is you know there. what it is. I have to. It's it's just. It's kind of like. you want to take one. You're like me. No, you it's kind of like draft. It, you're just like me. No, it's draft fatigue. And you're just. I'm just like, I don't. Like, it's do I really want to go out Christmas. there? Christmas. I need I don't want to walk out to the field and see socks out on the field again. I want to see. <laughs> Friggin' t- Zay Flowers come out and everybody is just like, let's go. Instead of like, great, we got to tackle for the next yeah. six the years. Second round. Awesome. You just got to uh, look. I Zay Flowers, you know my feelings on him, but I, if they got if they got Paris Johnson or Broderick Jones, you know I'd be breaking down the and film. It, I'd be excited. Oh yeah, and and I those mean, guys are and, good to, and, and to your point, like those guys are like just their presence alone. Like you would look at Paris Johnson walking out there and you'd be like, oh boy, like yeah. this guy looks just like a mountain of a man who you know can do it all. So I I, I get that part of it. I. We all get crazy, you know. We've been looking at this stuff for a couple of months now, and you're like, right, "Just tell me who we got. Give me the eleven guys. Like, I just let's dive in on them and, and move forward. Get into OTAs and all that." I'm getting a little, I'm yeah. getting a little, you know, antsy about it's it. It's not going to be eleven guys. I can guarantee you no, that. What's up. it going to be? More or less, but it won't be eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be less. You're wrong. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah. they, it won't. They won't stay put. It'll end up being yeah. more or less that, than eleven. If you could get that to nine or fewer, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what Chef's kiss. That's what Deuce started doing in his mock drafts. I'm like, well, what if I just traded three picks up and then I only have four more picks to get? <laughs> that's lazy. That's All right, eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. These Mac rumors keep going on, but I think at this point it's just like, okay, what can I add to the story to get? People to read this post. I know it's you know it's really it's nobody Bible, adding right? any information or yeah. anything like I, that. I remain sort of intrigued by the lack of a local reporter who strongly has comments saying why it's all bunk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm mildly intrigued by the fact that we really haven't had that strong rebuttal, and I know that there have been some. I think Greg Bedard, I think Jeff Howe have said it's not. It's not accurate, but but with no real substance and to it. When you say what's the, the trading, he's being the, the whole he's the whole shopped. post by Florio on uh, okay, Pro Football the Talk post. about the yep. fact that he was shopped. Yeah, the best we could come, you know, was the Mike Lombardi response on his GM podcast, GM Shuffle podcast, where kind of used a semantic argument. Sure. If you ask me, yep, the he difference real- between shopping and listening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, you know, and I have some of the quotes. We can get to it later. We don't have to bog it down. But my my feeling, and Fred and I talked about this a little yesterday, guys. Uh, he said, you know, it's not really shopping. It's listening. And, and he, there was one one particular line that he used that um, 
that I thought was really odd. He's like, you know, so, okay, so if, if, if someone calls and they say, what do you, you know, are you going to move Mac? You know, what do you offer? Be- and he, and Mike Lombardi said, because every player is available, right? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is Do you think unavailable. people are calling Doug Peterson and saying, you know, what do you, what, what, what do you give me? What can I, what, what can I give you for Trevor Lawrence? Like they're hanging up the phone. Yeah. They're not listening. Mm-hmm. Called Burrow. I'd not call Burrow. For, oh, forget. Right. For, <laughs> like I purposely didn't use Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Like <laughs> right. those guys are off the table. Yeah. Forget it. Like same situation. Entering the third year, Trevor Lawrence had one sort of so-so year and one pretty good year, just like Mac Jones, mm-hmm. right? Do you think Doug Peterson is listening to no. someone? Who, what do you give me for Trevor Lawrence? No, he's not available. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. every player is available. Right. Mm-hmm. At that position, particularly. So this tells me there's something to it. And I and I was really intrigued with Lombardi as he continued to, quote, unquote, shoot down the, the reports. Did you, did you guys listen to the rest of it? That's the money quote with regard to the, you know, whether or not he was being shopped. He says he wasn't being shopped. But then he starts talking to him about some of the late tackling stuff on the field that didn't endear himself to with his teammates either. So he's going to have to cover that up. He's going to have to show that he's mature too. Where is this coming from other than Bill's mouth? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that was a thing during the season where, like, idiots like us talk about, like, did, did he slide? Like, did he go? Like, that was that cleared up against Chicago when he made the safety jump over him and – you know, when he tried to take Eli Apple's legs out on that return that ended up getting called back, was that kind of cheap? We talk about that stuff. And, like, months later, Mike Lombardi is throwing that into as an example of why Mac Jones needs to mature? Yeah, I, I'd forgotten about that, but, you know, it was an issue back then. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, but obviously it doesn't matter if it's an issue with us back no, then. No, I know. It if, was an issue with Bill. Yeah. Which is kind of where we how we arrived here in the first place is people think there's static between Bill and Mac. Yeah. And, and, and I've seen nothing to dispute that. Well, and it'd be so easy. I mean, Bill's been asked multiple times, is he the guy? I mean, it'd just be easy to yeah. be like, he's our guy. We love him. Like, I mean, he could easily. He's well, one thing like I will, he did last yeah, year. Yeah. One thing I will. At this time. Yeah. I'll defend the Patriots in, you know, in, in particular, in specifically the, the Florio report. If I was the Patriots, I would not send out a statement or anything disputing that. I'm not going to get in the not business. Even acknowledge no, 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 no. I'm not going to get I know, but I'm not going to get in the dis- business of disputing rumors because then when I don't do it, my yeah. silence says more than, yeah. you know, no, so I, you, you I don't agree. address those things. I agree. You don't yeah. we don't need a, a statement addressing that. You yeah. do just the same thing you do when you say that you're 27th and spending. Yeah. That's different and that than Bill. a little bit of a stir. Yeah. You go to the guy that you think will get that message out for you and you say, oh, I, that's that. we yeah. didn't mean anything. And, and, that, and that's different than Bill endorsing Mac. That's a whole Your different thing. Guy. you know. But, but in terms of that specific report, I would not go out and the Patriots are, you know, are not shopping Mac and no, no uncertain terms. Right. You know, I would not we do don't, that. We don't need that. Yeah. This is my least favorite part of the off season. Yeah. Well, the, Mac, the hot stove, the Mac drama, the I hot mean, stove stuff, the rumors and all this. Oh, Fugazi, come on. You're no Fugazi. fun. Yeah, I, I, I still feel like no fun. Not when it comes like, to this. I'm no with, fun. Lazar. <laughs> Fred and I had like Paul. 45 minutes on this <laughs> yesterday. I'm with Paul. I'm definitely intrigued by the report. Um, one, because we've saw how unhappy he was. I mean, plenty of times, whether it's, you know, yelling on the sidelines, frustrated, things like that happening on the field. I wouldn't be surprised in allegedly calling Alabama to get help with the offense. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up at the Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised. Just yeah. let me know who's going to be the quarterback in week one. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Back. Uh, so, so but, what? what a wet then, blanket. Okay. Wait. No, no, no. I'm going to pick and the then On the other side, <laughs> so I don't it. like, I also, in a, in a sense, you have coaches who say, like, this person's our guy. And then two days later, they have a whole new quarterback. Right. You don't believe anything. Baker Mayfield's our they, guy. Two days later. Tamara, they're, they're called sports lies. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's our guy. Yep. Mm. Uh, just real quick, the, I see Jeff Akuda got traded for a fifth rounder, seeing some people say, Wow, I guess I mean Bedard saying guess Patricia didn't recommend him to Belichick at that price. What what went wrong with Jeff Akuda? Third overall pick, right? He couldn't play. Yeah. He was just not good. <laughs> he wasn't good even coming out. I don't oh, even well, know. Oh, he was good college coming out. He was a good college player. But do you have yeah. you have Spidey sense he might uh some injuries out? also I think in, in his in his NFL career, some serious ones if I remember. Where did he correctly. get traded? Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta's, Interesting. Atlanta's doing some uh, Con- some things, considering a need and fun if Desmond, team. If De- is Desmond Ritter can play, um, they could be team. one of those. You know, it's a terrible division. That could be one of those teams that wide open, right? Watch I out mean, next year. Yeah, uh, but I want to play. I want to pick the scab with Evan. Okay, <laughs> um, come at no, me. No, because Permission. I think you just said something that sort of lends credence to it. Like, just let me know who the quarterback is next year, so you don't know, <laughs> right? So there's yeah. at least some doubt, and and you're not yeah, on, right? Oh, I'm not saying that there's. Okay, so I, that's you'd have to have your head in the sand if you thought that there wasn't at least an inkling of possibility that there that let's just say that not even the trade rumors that they're just not sold uh, on the quarterback. Like you'd literally and have I think to that's be all living under a saying. rock. It doesn't have to be like this earth shattering. Oh, they're shopping Mac Jones. No one's suggesting they're walking around with a picture of Mac Jones with a for sale <laughs> sign over his. They head. might be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I but just, there, there, there is like Evan just put it. There's there's some uncertainty there. They're, mm-hmm. they're not sold. I mean, it, b- to your point, Paul. If you flipped Trevor Lawrence's seasons, it wouldn't be crazy though, right? If like people started calling nope. for him on that. Well, one. that's different. No, nope. you know? that, but, but he's on. That the makes ups, it different. He's going but, up. He's but going I up. also think Trevor Lawrence was also in an awful situation. Oh. Terrible. With oh. Urban Meyer oh. and everything. And yeah, the next I season, just don't think that Mac Jones was one. in an awful situation. I don't think it was ideal with his offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but he had the Patriots organization with Bill Belichick as opposed to a loser organization like Jacksonville <laughs> with Urban Meyer. Right. Right. I also think Trevor Lawrence all around is a better player and more mature than Mac Jones. Oh, well, he was, he's like, definitely a better player. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, better player. Well, and then Tamara, on, the on this show, when, when they were too. both rookies, people like jumped down my throat because I'd say, I'll take Trevor Lawrence right now. Any Fred day. kept right saying, now. even day. all rookie year, so brave. Fred kept saying, I'd still... I'd Trevor still Lawrence brave. is so much better. <laughs> on this show? I'm not, I'm not making fun of Fred for this. There's, <laughs> no, people, there's people that said, who would you take now? How could yeah. you Fred take say, Trevor Lawrence? And Fred no. would say, Trevor Lawrence. I was not I serious, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was. No, 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 you're serious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people saying... Oh, no, we got Because if you remember, at the time, Trevor Lawrence did not look good. He had a terrible... But I knew he was better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even All close. he needed was some coaching and a right. Yes. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence and Mac, they're like incomparable. Like, and I, I will I, continue I, to say there is nothing about Mac Jones. If I'm a defense, that makes me say I'm worried. I Trevor Lawrence, plenty to say. Listen, Evan, I, we I got give a you a lot of calls. I give you right now Yikes. three first round picks for Trevor Lawrence. I would. I don't know about that. I would. <laughs> I, I would take. I just know, think you know he, me. I don't value the picks. So I just sure. think. I just think eventually, he'll be talked in the same circles as Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and Josh Allen. I think eventually he will. Crazy Unless idea. Jacksonville, I don't think you know, that's. I don't think that's a crazy thought. That's no. not crazy. He's he's your franchise quarterback. Yeah, he's and good. I think that's worth three first round picks. I got to say, he really impressed me in the playoff game playing so badly mm-hmm. for a half 
and then putting it behind them. I think that's the hardest. Yeah. The hardest conditions to succeed in. I always used to say, and that's a coming out yeah. sign for a quarterback. I always used to say, like, when I when I played baseball, I would always say, yeah, yeah, I pitched well today. Anybody can pitch well when they're pitching well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do when you don't have it? Right. When mm-hmm. you're struggling. I, I like, feel how like do that's you respond when you can't put the ball where you want it? And do you find a way to get some yeah. outs and yeah. get yeah. through the game? Right. That's what we. That's what Trevor seen. Lawrence did in that playoff game. Yeah. He didn't have it, and right. he found a way. Yeah. That's what we haven't seen from Mac at all. Like. Can you fight through adversity? Do you have grit? Do right. you have like just anything that can allow you to not have, you know, the season that he did last year? Like Al- Alabama, for example, he played there, prime Georgia being great, prime LSU being great, and so I feel like he really didn't have that level of of competition where he had to come back from being down twenty points. I threw five interceptions the first half. He never had to come back from that the whole time he was there. I think for two, two yeah. with, with with Trevor Lawrence, it's kind of lining up for him in the AFC South. That if he really is that guy, there's no real excuse with Indianapolis or Houston, you know, like or like Tennessee. Well, like those I mean, teams, it, like they're we'll good, see. But, but we'll see because I think that those two teams. Um, I mean, I think Tennessee is a different animal because they're clearly in transition. Yeah. Um, but the other two are going to try. They, they're they're going to try to find their quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and I would say Houston in particular, I think, has done a decent job of sort of turning over that roster um, where they could be interesting if they can get serviceable play. Now, I, I think it, it Davis Mills to me is Mac Jones. I think he's mm, yeah. thoroughly adequate in his adequacy, yeah. as I like to say. I think you can be fine with him, but you're not going anywhere yep. with him. So I think they need better than that, and I don't know. We'll see. Did they take C.J. Stroud into Stroud hit? Yeah. That could be a team that could be a good battle with you know Stroud and, and Lawrence – say the next five years, six years, that would be fun to watch. Yeah. It's like I'm Chiefs Chargers too. To see if the Packers would trade up and take a quarterback. Because I mean they're saying Jordan loves our guy, obviously. But I'm like, do they believe that or are they going to try to get another one? Yeah. How far do they up have are the they resources coming? to yeah. get another one? That's 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 very You far. can't do that if you're there. that'd be to me fireable. Like you did all of this to push Aaron Rodgers out. And now you don't or like do you the guy you took to, or to push Aaron Rodgers. Well, maybe you always, you maybe you'll always had the plan to move up and get another guy. What? Maybe that was your plan. Don't they want like year. a high pick for Rodgers anyway? They're not getting it though. Well, depends on who's first round they're getting. They're not getting well, the Jets. First. Uh, the it's Jets. The first. Jets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they're so. trading him to the Jets, Fred. It's I, a matter of what's, when. What's I, the right. Jets pick? Uh, the pick before the Patriots, thirteen, yeah. Yeah. and they're not trade. I agree with that one. They're not trading thirteen for him. No, what happens there? That seems you yeah. pay him sixty million. Yeah. See how it works. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, not going to do it. They don't have as much leverage as they think. Yeah, I mean, it's something's got to happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, this is we're getting in the nitty gritty time. I just, I like, I'm just going to let it Jets ride all the way out till training camp if you want to. If you're the Jets, call me in. Week yeah, one. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing saying that he doesn't already have their playbook and he's mm-hmm. not already studying and all that. You know, I think it's interesting that. OBJ didn't end up going there. I think we didn't talk about that. Yeah, he goes to the Ravens, Mm -hmm. and everyone's saying, "Well, they got him to get to bring Mm -hmm. Lamar back." You think that A equals B there? I I don't know if it's like automatic, but yeah, I think that was a. That's why they did it. it, I mean, it certainly seems it. You know, I know. um, I think Ian Rappaport yesterday said that they were celebrating after the deal was done. The two of them together. We got a guy. No, no, no. Jackson uh, oh, and oh, okay. Beckham yeah. were celebrating together. They oh, were, okay. They had a Instagram post, I think, that mm-hmm. Lamar put out 
you know, with them FaceTiming. Mm -hmm. So I do think if you sort of look at it that way, more than likely, they said, this is what we're going to do. They gave him more money than most teams looked mm -hmm. like they were willing to do. Um, miraculously, they decided, you know, they found a way to only have it count at like $3 million on the cap, Deuce. I don't know how, I don't know how, these magic Paul, tricks that they the do, I don't know how they do the that. Is well, but well, $15 they have, million is real money. They have yeah. four void years, Paul, and that's really going to come up and bite them in the butt in a couple yeah. of years. And that's then why everyone was such do? a good addition to the show. <laughs> and they're going to be in cap jail <laughs> and they're going to keep me start in cutting check. people oh. and it's going to be horrible. They break out of cap jail. That but I will scary. say, um, in, in all seriousness, that like that's real money. Mm -hmm. So you know you can joke about the cap. I don't care about the cap part of it, but that's, that's cash spending. That's real cash. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna. I think it was like thirteen eight something in a signing bonus. Mm -hmm. That's money that Bashadi has to give Odell Beckham. Yeah, mm -hmm. worth it. That goes from oh, one I, account totally, to another. Totally, yeah. especially if it does grease the skids to get something done with Lamar. Yeah, totally worth it in the long run. Do you do that if you're not certain you're gonna get Lamar back, or do you pretty much know we're gonna get Lamar? I think I, the latter. Yeah, I think the latter too. I've always felt the latter, and it's just I think it's weird because he's he doesn't have an agent, and usually these things kind of get worked out behind the scenes, and you just have a unique situation where you have a player negotiating on his own, be, own behalf. He's got no one to tell him, hey, don't tweet that, or hey, don't reveal that you're about to sell a piece yeah. of crap workout equipment <laughs> like in a park. It, it's the no agent thing has really really hurt him. I think in, so in a lot of ways, and I. I I'm all for player empowerment and, and them doing their own thing. And if he doesn't want to have an agent, I, he doesn't need to have an agent. But so many of these things that have happened with Lamar Jackson never happen if yeah. he has an agent. Speaking of agents, I saw Air over the weekend. Good oh, yeah. Movie. How was it? Good movie. I, I'm yeah. kind of intrigued. Yeah, I want to go see it as yeah, well. Yeah, real good. Yeah. And this is uh, the story of, of Nike and how they how they got how they Jordan. Got Michael Jordan. They got Michael Jordan and how he kind of launched yeah. it. See, I was on the opposite side of that when my dad was at Reebok in the eighties and like you know we had the aerobics. Oh, craze so you're gonna go hate watch it? I, I know we weren't allowed to like wear Nike stuff. Girl, I mean, why would you when your dad's coming home with you know Reeboks all the time? But it was you know just growing up, you were like, oh, Michael Jordan. Like I just kind of had that up because that's where we were. But I, I'm intrigued. I think it looks pretty good. I, I've heard that uh, that that Ben and Matt do a good job. Yeah, I've always been obsessed with Michael Jordan and like the whole. Yeah, thing, who did Reebok so. have? Rick Roby. <laughs> like, like, who's uh, their big guy? Uh, Michael Chang. You, Fred, you've been on Michael uh, Chang. Well, Come tennis, on, though. it's a different sport. <laughs> man. Who do we have in basketball? Well, I mean, I Shaq was the big one. And oh Shaq, yeah, you know, and everybody like you go around the cubicles and at Reebok, and everyone would have like a mega Shaq shoe. Um, he was the big one. Uh, they had? Did they have Hardaway too? I think they might have had Penny, Penny Hardaway, Hardaway. Yeah. too. But you know, it was like one of my Little jobs. Penny? LP. One of my jobs interning when I was there uh, in high school was like I go in and I have to like watch Sports Center if any Reebok athletes were featured. I have to like flag them and you know like put Reggie a tape Lewis? together. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith was another one. Remember they did the live ad in the Super Bowl, so they they took footage, which now it sounds like what, what's the big whoop, but they took. Uh, a highlight from one of Emmett Smith's like first half touchdowns, and then it was in the halftime commercial. That was the big like sell of what of, yeah. of what they were doing. So but, you really liked the movie, Fred? Yeah, it was good. Sorry, hijacked. Yeah, was so it? It was better than eighty for Brady, <laughs> <laughs> which is on demand now. It's available on demand. I might have to. Uh, oh, I saw it. I watched it. <laughs> I thought you went to the theater. No, no, I, I no eighty for Brady. I watched on demand. Yeah. Wow, yeah. is that a hot take? <laughs> it's better. 
You said the production value Air is was better like than 80 for Brady? <laughs> oh, no. The production value of 80 for Brady was a Hallmark movie. It really was. I mean, if you like Hallmark that. movies, you'll love it. Did, anyone, like Hallmark ex- movies? did anyone expect anything more once you well, saw him do his retirement from a cell phone video on the beach? I mean, um, seriously? Yeah. Well, you're talking to Tamara, though, so you need like some kind of element of like there's a crime in the first half of the movie. Right. In the second half of the movie, they're like in and court, perhaps. Like, right. Oddly haunting solid. music in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. So anyway, all right, uh, 855-PATS-500 uh, is the Ace Ticket Hotline. We're going to start taking calls and emails. But first, Paul's Foods here. We'll be back <laughs> after this. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing.
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. And now, great moments in history. Maybe I'm over. That's going around too. That's going know. around too. What, what, no, what picture he posted? Subterfuge. Which, where did what, he post? He posted a that. picture, and it was him like smiling. And, and if you look close, he was at Gillette Stadium. Who was this? Brady. Oh, Brady. Brady. He, the picture what? he posted On, was see, him at from uh, the Tampa game. I didn't. Here. I didn't look at the thing. I, I know you didn't. I so printed out I was, the. I was asking. Well, some it was on part of this thing. <laughs> you printed it. I printed it out guy, in case we were going to reference. This kills it. more trees than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Will you file that? Fred, you we're just talking about how, oh, you know, when we're doing the show, we should reference. Be oh, like a normal man and look it on your phone. I have it right here. Just look on your it. phone. No, I want the sound. The, it's an, a radio the animals need the trees, it. Eric. <laughs> it's up early. Think about that. <laughs> trees. 
Uh, my second question is whether you guys I think... You. I hate you all. That's another great moment from... All right, back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. We're all well-fed now, so it's time to get to the phone calls and emails. So let's do that. I promised, and I keep my promises. So well, every, everybody was able to eat? Because you said that it was just Paul. We just What's sat that? around and watched you, Paul. Right. Well, That's good. <laughs> we staring at him. That's because Fred ate, ate his before the show. I did. <laughs> Describe it to me, Paul. <laughs> uh, let's go to Los Angeles, where Christian is. What's up, Christian? Thanks for holding on. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you guys. A uh, long time no talk. Season's over. The new one about to get ready to get sorted out. And so here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. And you guys let me know afterwards what you think if you agree or not. I. I think we would be okay taking Bijan Robinson as as our first pick, hear me out, and then a tackle or a big guard as our second pick. One, you are talking about a generational talent. Two, who has the uh, contact balance of an Alvin Kamara, the vision and shiftiness of a Saquon Barkley, the route running of a of a Christian McCaffrey, and the downfield presence. Or may I say? threat. He's a legitimate downfield threat in the passing game like James White. You pair him with a a uh, Ramondre Stevens in the backfield, Mike Kosicki and Hunter Henry as your tight end. And whether or not he caught a million balls last year or just showed a flash, a 4-2 Tequan Thornton on the outside with Juju on the other side of the wide doing his cuts and slants, that puts an awful lot of pressure on the defense. So I think if we were to go that route, I think we would be okay offensively. Um, but Tamara, really quickly for you, you mentioned Mac Jones hadn't uh, really had the, the challenge and conflict of having to come back from 20 when he was in college. Typically, when you got four first-round wide receivers on your team, you're not down by 20. So he was never really in that situation well, that's her point. for that reason. Yeah. That was her point. For that reason. So, yeah. so it was, he, well, She no, wasn't her, blaming her him. Her point was that yeah. he wasn't as mature as Trevor, uh, as Trevor Lawrence, because Trevor Lawrence has no. been through that kind of adversity. Well, yeah, but she, she's just saying, and she's not no. blaming Max. She's just saying it's a fact that no. he didn't have to deal with that. I, I get to right. say it's a fact because words typically mouths. when you have that kind of, of offensive stuff around you, you don't. So right. It's not but, that he yeah. didn't. But, but Trevor Lawrence didn't, but didn't have, have to do that in college either. Yeah. He was He's like, had to do it in the pros. Yeah. So, and, you know, yeah. with the opportunity in the pros, now Lawrence has done it. Has done it. Mac Jones hasn't. Yeah. Trevor didn't lose well, any Lawrence college games either. Than, than we no, had, he right? doesn't. He had, he had better receivers than we had. No, not really. Wrong. At at well, not really. At the no Jaguars. Yeah. At at Clemson, he had a pretty good offense, yeah, right? Yeah, he never lost at Clemson. Yeah, but obviously, he's lost a ton with the Jaguars and has been able to fight through adversity. Yeah. To All right, thanks for the call, the Christian. He yeah, also I, didn't have the receivers at Clemson that Mac had at Alabama. Oh, no, 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 not, no, no. Well, that wasn't even close. But like right now, Jacksonville has some good players. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're not anything sp- like Christian Kirk. I like probably more than most, but I was summarily laughed at last year when he got that contract for liking him as much. I was like, I, that, like, I, I would take him. I, you know, now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, he's got a lot more around him. He's got Christian Kirk. And <laughs> Christian DJ Kirk's Chark. the best receiver out of the two teams. Like, if you're drafting the Patriots and the Jaguars receivers, I'm Zay taking Jones. Kirk first. Yeah. No, uh, I, I would too, but I mean, let's not make it out to be that they have, like, the Bengals wide receiver mm-hmm. core, you know, they'll get to that. They'll make fun of Joe Burrow. He's just a product of his receivers too. Uh, let's go to Nicholas in Florida. What's up, Nicholas? Hey there. How are you doing? Good. Good, good. Yeah, first time caller. 
um, not so long time listener. I suppose I started listening uh, right after we lost Brady. That's when things got interesting, I suppose. I mean, it's always been interesting, but, you know, a little more of a rebuild process, I suppose. Um, a little, uh, I, I don't want to stay on too long. I uh, have a little story about, um, I work at a restaurant in Longbow Key, Florida. I'm originally from Portland, Maine. Um, and uh, we get a lot of celebrities at the restaurant. We've had like uh, Judge Duty, Clay Thompson, Chris Collinsworth. Um, but I went to visit one of my tables the other day and Mike Onwenu was there. Um, that was kind of cool to meet a Patriots player uh, training down here in Florida, eating at the restaurant. Well, that's great. Um, Do you take down a lot of steak? What was that? Sorry. Do you take down a lot of steak? Imagine no, he had a uh, two plates of calamari and then a grouper sandwich. It's <laughs> good choices. So, big appetite for sure, and then finished it off with a glass of red wine. Um, got to talk to him for a little bit, though. He was uh, pretty surprised um, that somebody recognized him. But uh, well, that's he was great. there with Craig Robinson, a couple of Michigan boys. Okay. Well, thanks for the call, um, Nick. Appreciate it. Thanks for the story. Um, Mike, on when you uh, sighting in Florida? Cool. Good. Matt's not here. Glad to see the, he's uh, eating. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> uh, Kevin's in Rochester, New York. What's up, Kevin? You guys are hey, everybody. Yes. Thanks right. for taking my call. Appreciate it. Sure. Um, I uh, so I was thinking about last year, and you know, regardless of what ends up happening with Mac Jones or anything, I was wondering if you know if we were to roll back the team we had last year and have a uh, competent uh, coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball, right, regarding Bill O'Brien and his things. Would we Would we have, like, so Mac Jones felt like he always had, like, one second to throw the ball, and there was always a lot of scattering and, you know, all the all the jitteriness you would see of Mac Jones. Do we think just having a Bill O'Brien is, would resolve a lot of that? Or because there was a lot of other issues that I would see, like, you know, it seems like after Scar left, like, just the discipline of the front line was just, not as good. Anyway, just curious to yeah. think what you guys thought about that. And then, you know, and, and is there some piece to the puzzle that we need in this com- upcoming draft? I think it's a good question. Just Thanks, because Kevin. I think that's what they're largely counting on this year. You know, in terms of personnel, largely the same. Maybe they would have gotten one or two more wins, but it's just, it's hard to say that they would have beaten a playoff team last year just because they had Bill O'Brien. I, I didn't see enough. Maybe they would have gotten one to two more wins with him, but that might be optimistic. Well, I mean, one to two more wins gets you in the playoffs, right? Knocking on the Last door. Last year it would have. Yeah. One more win on would have gotten you in. Right. I just think that a lot of people, when they ask that type of question, are really talking about Mac individually of – how can we evaluate last season and is he really that bad or is he yeah. where how good really is he and, and do we have that answer and I think for all of us in order for any of us to be 100% sold on Mac Jones he needs to be better than mm-hmm. he was as a rookie not just getting back down 100%. to the rookie uh, you know back up to the mm-hmm. rookie level but even better than that uh, for anybody to be a hundred percent sold that that he's the guy for the next ten years. Otherwise, if he's just as good as he was as a rookie, uh, then we're. I don't really think that it's changed all that much. I, I mean, I think him taking that next step is how you get to the point of being able to compete with these playoff teams at full power, and you know, to go into a Cincinnati, a Kansas City, a Buffalo, you know, and not 
think we're really going to need things to go right today. We mm -hmm. might need a storm. Mm -hmm. We might need a quarterback to get hurt. Like, you know, those are the things that, that they've needed over the last few years to, to beat those good teams straight up. It's just it doesn't happen. Uh, our next one. Now, Chris, our webmaster, you're, you're, <laughs> from, you're from out Western Mass, right? Like Central. Agahoom? Agahoom? He spells Agawam. Agahoom. <laughs> no. Aga what? A G H A. I believe it's Agahoom. W H O M. Agahoom. To whom? Yeah. But it's Pat Nagawam. What's uh -oh. up, Pat? That was actually the original spelling of Agawam, I think. Oh, Agahoom. See? Oh. Got him. Properly, you say Agahoom. Chris, Chris knows yeah. the Native American. We owe, we owe Chris an apology. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just going with the conventional spelling. Uh, Miliwake. Which means Old Milwaukee. O U G H or O R O. Which one? I was just thinking that in my head. I was like, is that like Foxborough? I've seen it two different ways. Yeah. Technically it's O U G H. Okay. That's how Eric wrote it on yeah. all his articles. Yeah. He's, he was uh, correct. He was correct. If you're talking about the town, it's O U G H. If you're talking about the old stadium, it was O R O. That's true. Hmm. I like that. It's okay. a good rule of thumb. Yep. It's not a rule. Oh. It's what it was. <laughs> what it was. Yeah. It's a fact. The, the, there was a sign that had O R O. I need mnemonic devices sometimes. Times when I'm writing. What's up, Pat? What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? What's up, everyone? Hey, um, just really quickly, I'm I'm not picking on you, Paul, when I say this, but I'm going to invoke my 2001 uh, poly draft attitude if we take Bijan Robinson at 14, and I'm just I'm going to resign That's at it, least huh? for this coming year. Like I I I don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it because like like Evan said, like a lot of other people I've heard said, this isn't. 1991. I mean, come on. We have a good running back. You can get a good running back in like fourth round or later. Just do the right thing. If Draft the pay at number 14. Don't screw around. Don't if, wait. Don't trade back. Or the, or a tackle. I'd they, be happy with either, but I'd be more happy with Zay. If the Patriots surprise us and take Bijan Robinson, it is blank's pick. Who's picking Bills? Else? I'll, I'll be, <laughs> what do you mean? They're all Bills. Bill Belichick. <laughs> really? That would be my answer. You don't think that like he took the advice of somebody else? No. That doesn't sound like a Bill pick. That sounds 100% like a Bill pick. To take a running back at 14? Yes. Really? Archaic. <laughs> Patty and Aguam just said it's, it's 1990. It's not 1991. I know. Boom. But, Great date to pull, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but Bill would never take a running back that high. He took Lawrence Maroney at like 20. Yeah, that was 20, you know. Fred, yeah. <laughs> I first don't think of all, the answer to any question that you say, whose pick was that? My answer will always be Bill Belichick well, until he's no longer here. Well, and that's why they won't pick him. But I, I, in this particular case, I don't know how you like would push back on what Evan's saying. Yeah, I, I just like, if a well, running back, totally an old a Bill school pick. pick I, well, oh, it might yeah. be an old school no, a position that's not a value. It's definitely, Marshall it's definitely an old school pick, but I don't think Bill would ever take him. I, I just I can't see him taking. I don't see that's that's two different things. Yeah. I don't see the Patriots taking him. Yeah. If the Patriots don't take him, that's not an indication that someone else made the pick. Well, I'm I'm saying if the Patriots took him, I'm saying it. Then Bill it, was on board. Well, Bill wanted him. Uh, I'd say maybe uh, Robert Kraft wanted him. B Do you think that about Bijan? What? <laughs> Do you think that you think the running back is anti-Bill? Yes, on this edition of the Patriots, with all their needs, to take a running back at 14 would be anti-Bill. I guess maybe you could say the need thing. I could see where you're coming from just because their last few drafts were need-based. But 
I don't know. I think Bill thinking that you can still build an offense oh. through a running back is I, total. Oh, I absolutely I, think I, he I disagree with especially that. Especially with what he thinks about his quarterback. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head. With the way he thinks of his quarterback, maybe he thinks that if he takes some of the pressure to throw off of him. Well, th- yeah. you've got a point but, there. No, I'm not going to get into the, you know, let's kill him for something he hasn't done. But right. I agree with Evan. <laughs> if, 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 if it happens... That's what the reasoning. Yeah, you've got a point there. Th- that would be a total lack of faith in his quarterback. And then he yeah. would get. They would get up there, and they would be like, "Oh well, he was the best player available. We just <laughs> how could we? How could we pass him up? He was so good." Yeah, yeah, totally. Matt Bro would ask you if you, yeah. you, you guys grinding tape on Bijan Robinson. <laughs> I did backside I did grind cuts. It. Uh, Mark in Connecticut wants to talk to Evan. Uh oh, wonderful. Uh, what's up? Can't wait, Evan. What's going on, brother? What's up? So your mock draft. Absolutely perfect. Oh, thank you. You trade down to 20, you pick Zay Flowers, and then in the second round, you move up and you pick Darnell Washington. If they do those two picks, that's just amazing, and I don't care what they do after that. I appreciate that. They're not going to do that. But I, I appreciate I it. Dream. <laughs> that was my, that was like, we did three of them so far. I don't know if we're going to do a fourth right before the draft or not. He's Mike saying no. Let's do about seven of them. And so like we did everybody else. We did three Cover of all them. Your bases. I, 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 the first two, I put my Belichick, you know, hat on and was like, what would Bill do? This last one, I was like, what would Evan do? Like, yeah. I'm just going to do what I want to yeah, do and yeah. have fun with it. And uh, that's what I did. But if they, but it was absolutely perfect. Well, thank you. Because <laughs> you, you like the pick. Yeah, if they do what I did in my mock draft, I would say somebody else might have a, a, a would be a, a say, contender again. Uh, somebody else might have uh, a say at the, at the table. If they pick a five foot nine slot receiver in the first round, then I will tell you that Bill Belichick was swayed. By, by and somebody the huge at tight end in the second round. Yeah, that's more of a bill pick. Darnell Washington oh. is more of a bill pick. But Zay Flowers in the first round is not a bill pick. So if that's yeah. the case, then that then like the only th- change like to move them from where they Thanks, are Mark. now to contender status is a, is a meteoric rise for the quarterback. Like Zay Flowers isn't putting you in contender status if Mac Jones is what he's been for two years. Right. Mm-hmm. No, but I think what you would hope is obviously that having a Zay Flowers is going to elevate Mac. And two. having Bill O'Brien, right? Yeah, two those two things together. Well, now you have Josh McDaniels, and they weren't at that status. But they didn't have Zay Flowers. He, he, he hit he hit the wall in in his rookie year, but he got off to a pretty good start with Josh McDaniels. In his rookie year, they didn't two have Zay four. Flowers, yeah, right? <laughs> so they, <laughs> two and four out of the gate. He, he's he's thrown to Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Like this this kid's different. Like this kid is different than those guys. Like. Just, he just moves differently on a football field. So if you have a guy like Zay Flowers uh, that can open up the offense and, and make it easier for the quarterback to hit some big plays just by getting uh, number four of the football. He wore a number four at BC. I, I yeah. don't know if he will hear. Yeah. Uh, number four of the and football. Zappy. Then Zappy. And he becomes Boom. the binky Zappy that he needs, fever. Yeah. according yeah. to Dante. Uh, let's see. Ron in Cambridge says, remember the days when Deuce would complain about Brady's TB12 business and how yep. he wasn't a team player and too focused on off-field business and complaining about 12 and 4 seasons and how when Brady left, it would be so interesting to see how Bill would succeed once Brady left. Nailed it. Boy, do I wish for those days back. Curious to see how Bill's number one fan would defend him now. It appears the emperor has no clothes. Oh, Ooh. good email. I, that was great. That was great. You perfectly Signed, put me into the all uh, and <laughs> yeah, right? uh, look, man, it ain't going great. What do you want me to say? I ain't enjoying it. <laughs> In all seriousness, yeah, because yeah. you know, I 
you know, I do it for sport. I like to <laughs> I like to tease you. Yeah. If there have been very many things that you've said that you regretted more than, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens when no, he's not here anymore. No, beca- no well, because, because fair. No, it's still I, interesting. I, I, it's certainly no. interesting. It was They're the opposite of interesting. It didn't They're go. boring. I, no, but to see what will happen. I'm not saying that the result is, you I, know. I think, and I, you, know, you can correct me, Mike, if I'm putting words in. I think what Mike really strongly felt at the time was he – He's going to show everybody that he can do it without, without oh. Brady. Well, that's not what and he said. But no, is no, that no, what no. You that's meant? the interesting part is this he is set up in a way that. that it's going to be sustained. Yeah, we, we might not be Super Bowl caliber the very next year, but we're going to build the team the same way we always – because I, I think like I, I think, always tease you no, with no, like, I, you know, the Santa Claus line. No, no, no. And I, but I just think people, especially out of the gate, maybe it was the hoodie thing, put me as like Bill Belichick's super fan, which – I like coaches. I really like coaches. I think it's, you know, one of the coolest parts of sports to me is is coaching. But I just never came from a place where, like, we're going to show them, Bill. Like, I didn't really no, – I was never I, invested like that. Uh, I think the thing – this where and, and, like, and we know you start walking down the street and all of a sudden you're up on the hill defending the thing. And, and I'll still say the That's same I got thing. Mount Cooks. Tom Brady had three more years. You got an answer about how they were going to get another Super Bowl in those three years with that Patriots team that they had in 2019? I, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. That was where I was. I realized it ain't happening. They ain't, get, they ain't getting another t- another Super Bowl from him here. He's not engaged anymore. He doesn't want to be here. Now is the time to move on. That's That was my point, and I still think it was the right point. If you told me, like, hey, if they had just drafted this guy and this guy in 2020 and done this and that in 20, like, 2021 wouldn't have happened. Like, so I'm still waiting. Like, that's my question. What would you have done? What would you have done over the last three years? You, you just keep rolling Brady out there, you watching him play with this offense. Just, oh, you give him his money and you was, get him engaged. And then – and and yeah. on, on honest honestly, <laughs> pretty simple, right? You give him some money, he would have gotten reengaged. Right. Regardless, I, I don't necessarily fully subscribe to that. But if Tom in 2019, if they had drafted AJ Brown instead of Nikhil Harry, oh. do you, do you, you don't think that he would have been? That's but that's before the fact. That's gonna, before the fact. I'm gonna I mean, be defensive of Mike. No, yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's but, but my point is, is that you said there was nothing that they could do. Like it, it, there, oh, if they there came, if they yeah, yeah. if they got one of those number one receivers for him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they, you know, he has a connection like that. Then I, I, I still because he was a, a relentless. They still have to give well, him his money. It's it's the money thing is. It's just it's a different, it's it a different conversation because these were conversations had in the fall of 2019. The table was already set with that 2019 yeah. draft for me. Yeah, um, but, but and there was no way out of it. The mistake was made. I agree with Mike. These mistakes were 18 made and 19 prior to getting to that point. Yeah, and we remember back in in that summer when he was talking about it, like. They doubted him long before we got to the end of the road. Yeah. And that was, I think, sort of, unless they were going to pay him, they weren't going back. But I think... I don't put it on you, Tom either. Like No, I put, it on, I put it on all parties, really. I think there was some some blame to go around. Much like most of these things, it's not always black and white. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's more, you know, it's probably more in the middle. Um, <clears throat> L from Wisconsin. Fred's eternal optimism is absolutely hilarious. He has full faith that Bill will do the right thing despite a massive amount of evidence to the contrary. And it seems like he even gets annoyed with people who have lost the faith. Fact is, I don't think Bill wanted to hire Billy O. I think he thinks the reason it didn't work last year were the players and the coaching was fine. I also don't trust him to draft the right guys or to develop them if he does. I think what it all comes down to is a lack of accountability. He seems to think he is infallible, so nothing was ever his or his coach's fault. Because of this, I'm ready to move on. I don't know what will come next, 
but I feel pretty certain that for as long as Bill stays, we'll be around eight or nine wins a season. To me, it's okay to have one or two really bad seasons in order to get that high draft pick talent. I do. It is what it is. <laughs> I agree with a lot of that email. Yeah, same. I think that, I mean, even when Bill was asked about that at the owners' meetings, he's like, it's the best. it was the best thing for the team. Like, the answers are just like, it doesn't sound like it was something he wanted to do. Like, it was the best thing for the team, not like, oh, that's, I was. That's what he does. Like, it, it was just, and, it was And very whether or not, like, I, I agree with Tamara, and, and whether or not it was what he wanted to do, I mean, can't I can't definitively tell you that he didn't want to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not. But, like, the other side can't be stated unequivocally either, which Mike Lombardi in that rant, that was part of it. He goes, you know, these two, they have to come together. You know, Bill admitted that he was, um, I'm he sorry, what? He never did that. Well, by are, his, are, you, are you saying that because they 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 signed Bill O'Brien that that was an admission? Because that's what he's saying. Because yeah. I I don't think that that's necessarily the case. Right. I agree with Tamara. 100%. I think it was something that was sort of forced upon him. Yeah. Number one, I don't know this for a fact, but that's just my thought. And number two, has he talked to Mac about it? Which I have absolutely no idea. Of. Yeah. Doesn't that, sound like it. That to me is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, Mac's not. You know, for his part, Mac's not. You know, acting like the petulant child. He's, he's here. He's working out. He's doing community stuff. You know, um, in yeah. this community, not you know where he lives. Yes. Um, you yeah, know, I think so he's like in damage control. Yeah, I think he, he's doing a good job. But but whatever you want to call doing it. A good, no, yeah. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, that's what I would call it. Like he's showing that I, I want to be part of this community. I want to be part of the team. I think he Someone recognizes that he yeah. has some culpability for what happened last year, and he's trying to rectify. Someone it. has to. Yeah, I don't think the other side is. Hundred yeah, percent. I was going to say I, we. I feel like Bill has had the opportunity to acknowledge that the experiment as robert Kraft described it um failed. and somebody else did yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it i mean just to hear robert Kraft in arizona say like call it an experiment and say it failed like i thought that was yeah. obviously because we robert Kraft that. looked at it objectively yeah. yes. Yes. like a real sane person yes i just don't think he's going to be accountable <laughs> <Double and double. laughs> He's never going to be accountable to the media or the fans in the way that that they all want. He's going to be accountable to Robert Kraft in the private meetings behind closed doors. And otherwise, all he's going to say to you is, I'm doing what I think is best for the team. And that's all you're getting. You're never going to come out and say, yeah, it was a bad call last year. I don't need him to be accountable to us. I don't. But I can read between the lines with Bill. Mm -hmm. We all have enough experience now with him to understand what he's he's really saying. And when he sits there and he says some things at – the owners' meetings that clearly I'm 110% with Tamara. He thinks the players were the, at fault last year. I he, can give you examples. He doesn't think it's the coaching. Yeah, I, he I thinks totally agree. It was the players, and that to me, on top of some other you know actual things like you know money and things like that. But I, I do think that there that was a factor into why Jacoby Myers is no longer here mm-hmm. and Damian Harris is no longer here, who they could have had. At um, probably a better contract than James Robinson, a guy that you know fits here and works well here and is well-liked in the locker room, and they've moved on. I think that's why Brian Hoyer, who cost them money to get rid of, is no longer here, is because all these players stood up and said, this is not what are we doing on offense. And luckily uh, for Mac. He's the quarterback, and he's too important to the to the organization to just cut ties with him immediately but everything points to the fact that bill thinks that the coaching would have been fine last year if the players bought in and the players to you know were 
in agreement with what they were doing. Mm. So by that mode of thinking, though, then not much is going to change this year, right? Like, I mean, if, if you can't accept what you were responsible for last year, and you're, yeah, you got new coaches, well, but there's a whole again, Bill O'Brien, you're hoping that Bill O'Brien has enough sway with Bill that Bill says, go make me an offense. <laughs> and he lets him do it. Yeah. And he yeah. lets him do it. Well, yeah, like, I don't, but I think those are two different things. Groceries. Like, yeah, I think Bill O'Brien will be a better offensive coordinator than Matt Patricia. A, because he's an offensive coordinator. <laughs> so that, by definition, is going to make him a better one. But. I, I agree with Mike's point. Like, I, I think when – and there was so many things in that that uh, owner's meeting that the, the special teams one really got mm-hmm. yep. got got me make me going at the time. Yep. Like, you know, well, yep. you know, it's not Cam Acord. And, and I'm not suggesting it was Cam Acord. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying – There were some coaching problems. He's telling you that he doesn't think the offense was a train wreck because of coaching last mm-hmm. year. He's basically telling you that. I always say – Forget what he says. All right. Listen to him, but don't listen necessarily to the words. Go by his actions. What is he telling you mm-hmm. by not saying this or by saying that or what he ends up doing? I'm sorry. When the season ends and three days later we put out what I would call an unprecedented press release, I don't think that was Bill Belichick. No. Oh, no. 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 Definitely not his I think the reason idea. why that that was rubber-stamped, you know, accelerated was Robert Kraft. Of course. Yeah. And good for him for doing it. Yeah. Because no. otherwise, I think there's a chance that we drag our feet and all of a sudden, well, you know, uh, you know, well, I mean, I would have gotten Bill O'Brien, but, you know, he, he took the Iowa State job or some, you know, some random call or whatever. Yeah. And now you don't have any options. Well, we, you know, we're better off with just Matt Patricia in year two. Like, <sighs> I think that could have happened. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Floyd in Redford, Michigan. Uh, last year, I called the Patriots pregame show, and I asked, do the Patriots want a playmaker at quarterback? Please see the following responses. Uh-oh. Hardy said everyone in the NFL wants a playmaker at quarterback. Paul, if Justin Fields was there, the Patriots would have drafted him. The lovely Tamara, I don't know about that, Patriots drafting Justin Fields. And then Mike said Mac is their kind of guy. The rest of the NFL has moved to the more mobile quarterback, but not the Patriots. We have passed on Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and failed to move up four spots to draft Justin Field. Can we please have a new quarterback philosophy? That's I don't know. Joe Burrow's doing pretty well. Yeah, I think he's a lot more mobile than these guys. He's not a runner, but he's he's pretty mobile. His legs are not a factor. Like it, you're, you're, you're not game planning. Go back and watch Joe. the, the AFC not, Championship game in Kansas City. I'm not saying ago. he can't move. I'm just saying you're not. If you're a defensive coordinator and you're going up against the Bengals, you're not game planning Joe Burrow's mobility. No, I would agree. But he has the option if he needs to. I think Mac has the option if he needs to too. I don't. I don't think he can make the plays mm-hmm. that he that Burrow makes with his legs no. uh, on, thir- on third. I mean, down they ran the same forty. I don't know. I mean, it's not about speed. It's about pocket presence and everything that goes into it. I think he's a better runner. I think he was a better runner at LSU. Mm-hmm. I think he made plays with his legs at LSU. He's not – you're right. They're not game planning to stop that. Just like I don't think they're – I think Justin Herbert's really mobile too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think teams are game planning to stop his running. Well, yeah. you have yeah. to but worry. he can run. Yeah. It's like you're mindful of it, but you're not – I agree with you. Yeah. Like from a physical standpoint, especially now with the torn ACL, they're probably not all that different. I just think But I just think it's – Light years different when you watch them. I just think the difference isn't about. I guess my point is the difference isn't about running or mm-hmm. mobility. It's more about I think two things. One, just 
pure arm talent like mm-hmm. these other guys like mm-hmm. Justin Herbert's a good example just has a howitzer and then you also have you know out of structure playmaking and that innate feel to just kind of create uh, you know when things break down can I get outside the pocket buy time mm-hmm. and then make a throw down the field Correct. that that element of it Mac Jones doesn't necessarily yeah. have like some of these other guys but I think that gets lost and that's not to me that's a little bit different than than calling it mobility like mm-hmm. I, I don't think they need Jalen Hurts yeah. I don't to, I don't have a definition of what I, think, I would call it I'm just telling you that those guys can get out of the pocket and make plays Mac Jones can. yeah the ability to improvise it's like you know on a day-to-day basis like we have to improvise in what we do depending on you know you might prepare for an interview with Mac Jones and Mac Jones doesn't show up and you get <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson. Don't, we don't have, use that example. We have to. <laughs> that, imp- seemed, that seemed real. <laughs> what, 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 that that seems so realistic. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes we have to improvise and like Mac Jones, when a play doesn't go, go well, like he doesn't improvise. There's like, one time. He gets sacked or throws the ball Once. away. One time that I can always think of when we have this conversation. Last year. Last year against Baltimore, fourth down, he made <laughs> yeah. a play. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He, he made a he play. Made that play. And and that was the one game last <laughs> two year. years. One play. I, I, I'm not saying he does it often. And a two score loss. I'm just saying that that one time he, he made broken. that play, and it was early on in the season to the point where, on top of the, the some of the downfield throws he made in that game, were some of his better downfield throws as a pro mm-hmm. too. And you started to say, okay, you know, if he can play like this, and obviously be a little bit more under control. In the turnover department then at least it's yeah. it's more uh, it, it has a higher ceiling than the other things that we have seen from him but that that was one flash and i will fully admit that, that was one little window like mm-hmm. between somewhere between that I throw think it was one of his best games between yeah. that yeah. throw sure. and the ankle injury in the end of that game where i kind of felt a glimmer of hope last mm-hmm. year like that was probably the only little window there in the fourth quarter whatever it was because once he got his ankle you're like well great now he's out we're gonna you know it's yeah. zappy the we're two things that place. i don't know about that is part of what it, uh, evan just said about you know like some of the downfield throws if you could cut back on the mistakes the mistakes were I don't know if he can do yeah. that mm-hmm. I don't know if he's capable of making the downfield throws without putting the ball at risk great, I don't know that's a great I'm question. not telling you he's not but I agree with Evan's overall assessment of that game and I know it's crazy to look at a game that he threw with three interceptions and say I was I think that was his best game yeah. because it wasn't like little swing passes to Ramondre Stevenson that got 12 yards right yeah. he was it he was, was throws yeah, that he, got the yards in that game was, and yep. you got caught in a little bit of a shootout and they didn't just melt. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he punched back. Yep. he made plays to punch back. Now, unfortunately, there were too many mistakes for them to keep up. But I, I thought there were glimmers in that game that yeah. I hadn't seen. The yet. only other the, game last year, the Vikings year. game was another one where I was like, "That was bad defense." Okay, <laughs> bad, okay. <laughs> the Vikings defense was horrible. And but I mean, and special teams mistakes. But but I, in the I, fourth I th- quarter, that was another one where bagel. Yeah, I just I yeah. think to your point, Paul. This is it's some of the most interesting thing I have coming into this season is what do they do with Mac this year? Because as much as you want to say, oh, that was the Matt Patricia offense last year, I think a lot of the philosophy of that offense was Bill, and this is the direction we want to go. Mm. How do they marry what Josh did on offense and what they tried to do on offense last year into yeah. what this is? I actually think that the offense last year, the roots of the offense last year was Alabama, and they were trying to get him to throw the ball down the field like he did at Alabama. If you go watch Mac Jones' Alabama film, it's bombs away. Like the, he does, you know, but he's – throwing bombs to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell and John Three Mechie. Feet, yeah. You know, he's not throwing With bombs. 10 year, yards of separation. Right, right, well, right. It's like the, the interception he threw in the playoff game in Buffalo on the first drive. 
when he actually did make a couple of plays with his legs that night mm-hmm. on that drive mm-hmm. yeah. to move the chains. And then he's got a guy, I forget if it was Aguilar, I forget who he was throwing it was Aguilar. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was open. Hyde the throws over. late yeah. and short and, well, uh, and either Hyde or I mean, Poyer. They're the same guy. Here's yeah. the whole <laughs> Hyde. Made, made, made an unbelievable interception. It would, it would help if the receiver actually tried to go up and get I mean, the here's the hope <laughs> I have. Like When Mac was coming out, we were all told he's the most pro-ready guy in the draft. And that's because of his head, of his cerebral, you know, abilities. And then we see last year that we were told that there were no adjustments at the line, that there was no opportunity for him to use his brain. You know, yes. the call. Who, who so told you that so, out of curiosity. Whatever. So my hope <laughs> this Jones. year is whatever the offense is, whatever you want to call it, if it doesn't take advantage of the thing that he's supposedly the best at, which is decision making then I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and that's, I think, to the Zay Flowers of it all. That's, you know, get back to that. And, I mean, I just don't think you really have receivers who are going to separate like you had in Alabama. I mean, maybe we hold out hope that Tyquan Thornton's able to shake loose, but... Yeah. And also a line that gives him more than two and a half seconds to throw. Well, like, but he's agreed, but he also... That is also partially on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's got to get rid of the ball. And they have to have the receivers that he can get the, rid of the ball to. And he's got to work quickly through the progression. I think last year, the guy that you saw towards the, especially down the stretch in terms of progression speed and how fast he was going through things. Well, I, I didn't even know who I was watching anymore because the guy at Alabama was like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. The guy his rookie year was, was similar to the guy at Alabama. And then last year, his, his ability to just read the defense, get the ball out to the right guy. I mean, how many times was his back to the open receiver last year where he would just open the wrong direction and never get to that side of the field and the guy is, you know, standing there open. And for whatever reason, I don't want to go into this rabbit hole, but I I feel I have to say when Zappi came in, it looked like that. Like it was three-step drop, five-step drop, get rid of it. And for whatever reason, it looked better with Zappi when he came in. And that's why I think people got the fever. You know, because he was a lot of people got getting that. rid of the ball. It looked better in the Cleveland game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much better it looked but in the Chicago game or the Green Bay game. Yeah. Or Detroit. Yeah. People forget about like people have put people that forget that the other team went 0 for six on fourth down and <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah. they do. Yeah. Yes. This is the one time that and I And then they just kept the field goal after every fourth <laughs> down said <laughs> I will allow Paul to do this. Is that Detroit game? <laughs> That's true. Because the the Lions were playing practice squad guys in their secondary <sighs> that day because everybody was hurt for the Lions in their cornerback room and it really wasn't that much better. The Cleveland game was a different offense than what we saw in the other yeah. 16. Also, uh, Fred, wait, back to that email, though. I would just like to note that Jalen Hurts, he didn't look the way he did until they purchased the pieces to make him look good. Yeah. So without going after Brown. Mac. Yes. I mean, without going after Brown and those other things to make their offense good enough to get them to the Super Bowl, I don't know what Jalen Hurts would have looked like last year. And the same thing with um, Fields. Fields didn't look good till they came here in Foxborough, and then they figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I, I just – and, again, they've added a lot of pieces to that I, team I, I to think in both good. cases, Fields and Hurts, the teams realize what they have. Yes. They figure mm-hmm. – okay, well, you know. Definitely with Hurts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fields, I think they're still trying to figure that out. But, now, they're already on – But they the, do know. we got to let this guy run a little bit. Yeah. You know? They're that, already that's on their full God second Fields coaching going. staff. Yeah. 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 That's like, what God F- Fields going was this that game here Monday night. Yep. They finally – unveiled like a Lamar Jackson style rush package for him and it opened everything up. Yep. Uh Mike in LA, uh Evan and Mike, 
Love the mock draft videos. But since when did Flowers become worthy of the 14th pick? The whole local guy out of BC thing should not, I traded down to should take not him, boost him that high in the first. What makes him worthy of being taken at 14? I watched the yeah. film. <laughs> oh, wow. It was love at first sight for him. Wow. I, I, I just, I'm sorry. I That was... That was pretentious, but I, I, I just feel really because I'm getting I get, I've gotten this pushback a lot from people of all uh, oh, like, you know, why are you so in love with this kid? Yada, yada, yada. Like he's only five foot nine. Well, I, I don't just look at measurements like with 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 prospects like you actually watch them play football because you know Tyree Kill is like 58 right and and Jalen Waddle is basically the same size as Zay Flowers is 59 180 uh, I I don't know I mean I I just don't really feel like so he doesn't he's not an impressive guy coming off the bus so he's not worth the first round pick like uh, I just I I don't really get that like okay then they should draft Quentin Johnston and he'll be Nikhil Harry 2.0 and cool Good job. Like, I, I, why does that matter? How he looks in, 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 uh, in spandex at the combine? I, I just don't see that. And you took him at twenty. It wasn't even fourteen. I don't know. I know, right? Doing. And I traded down. Come pay, on, pay attention. You traded down. Uh, Todd yeah. says that fake um, traded down. I mean, it's a mock. Trade. We were talking earlier about Kyle Murray and Bryce Young, and uh, Todd says that they are both the exact same height. Yeah. No, they're five, not. Five ten. Bryce Young is taller. Right well, at the combine, he was five ten, wasn't he? He says, no. uh, according to NFL.com slash prospects, Bryce Young and Kyler Murray are measured in at the exact same height. Well, what Kyler, is it? Kyler Murray was wearing high heels or something that day. Yeah, I'm not comparing him to Kyler Murray. I'm asking what Bryce Young's size is, was at the combine. Oh, please. I, I right, thought it was five ten. So they measured Kyler at five ten, and they measured. I guess they did measure in at the same at the combine, but I, I've stood next no, to both f- of them at the ten. combine <laughs> well, i will say this and again i don't really care about kyler murray for this particular argument that was disrespectful to kyler murray i mean i care about him. i mean he's a human being um but for this argument I, i'm much more concerned um with bryce young's size in terms of his build thickness right than i am his height i think we've seen enough evidence yeah. in the last 10 years that you don't have to be six five anymore there are plenty of guys that are six foot and, and under that find ways to succeed, uh, like Russell Wilson has, and that's, I think this guy could do it too. But he's small. It's a totally Russell different Wilson frame. Russell Wilson is thick, yeah, and this guy isn't. Like, he's really slight, like and like I think two C's. I think he put on. Some <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think he put on some weight for the combine to he make did. it look like yeah he had a little bit more bulk. But I, I just think he's a sub two hundred guy. And I, he's definitely sub six feet. I know that maybe the maybe I'm wrong about the measurements, but I just watching the two of those guys, like I just don't. Kyler is 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 little. Like you know, I don't I don't think of Bryce Young I, that the way. The way he runs with the football too, it's just like it just he runs sideways. How do you yeah. do that? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's fast. If though. I didn't, Give him if, that, if my yeah. hamstrings weren't still killing fast me from, from the weekend, I would give you the the, the Kyler Murray <laughs> run. Build a fire. My pit goodness, is that guy fast? Though? <laughs> Uh, let's get back to the ace ticket hotline. We'll start with Eldred. What's up, Eldred? Evan, Quentin Johnson. Hey, lady. Hey, El- fellas. Eldred, Hi, tough, Eldred. tough three-cone time for your guy, Eldred. What? Mm, I haven't looked at it lately, but uh, Not good. I don't know. But my question is, uh, Evan. Yes. I-, I-, I like your draft, too. Thank you, But sir. Uh, you you want to – already got enough guys on the inside. I mean – don't you think the defense be thinking that too? Because you ain't got nobody to scare him on the outside. Oh, uh, nobody. You got besides Parker, 
you hope Thornton might do it, but I don't know. I but just I, I'm, gonna I'm just taking the best player. I, I don't really care about where they're going to play, I, and I'm also I don't really like I, I don't think you should make decisions uh, off of who you should draft because you have Kendrick Bourne what, on your what roster. What did you get for trading down to twenty? Uh, high third round pick. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, I. Uh, who? He asked me about the trade down. I, I just so want to know next what time you do it. You have to do it like the SPFW guys, and you got to get two ones and a two. For next year. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people Something did push like back on me and were like, "That's not enough." I'm like, "Go!" Uh, it's a there's a trade look, chart. Go look at all the charts. It's literally a chart. It, it tells you uh, add this many points to that many points. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm not. Okay. I just want the best football player. I think if you get caught up in oh, what's like the best complimentary piece to this, and if he needs to play here, he needs to play. That, I, I think that that's we're getting too much into the into the weeds, especially for a team like the Patriots that can't draft receivers. Just just take the best player. Two more things. Yes. Uh, two more. I'm gonna hate myself for saying this. Two more. Well, be sure, be quick about it. I hate myself for saying this, but if everybody push up for those quarterbacks, I hope we push up get Gonzalez at corner instead of a wide receiver. Because you need that better than oh, anything yeah, else. You're not, yeah. You get a tackle in the second, third round. You're not you pushing know, up get to get Gonzalez a wide receiver or get Porter. No. I guess Mel Kuyper has uh, the Patriots getting Gonzalez in his latest. Yep. I've, I've, seen, one more thing. Deuce, I've seen a couple yep. with him. Deuce, uh, getting back to the email where he got on you about you waste that thing with Brady. Mm. If they just gave Brady a couple more receivers, I'll push Brady out there on that field in a wheelchair as long as he get me to a Super Bowl. Just give the man what he wanted. <laughs> I'm with Eldridge. NFL receivers and being good to go. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Eldridge. I think I have a better three-cone time than Quentin Johnston, so that's rough. Uh, let's go to that's Kevin in San Fran. The, What's up, Kevin? The numbers, the measurables. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Kev. I left my call Kevin. in San Fran. No, he's not there. All right, uh, Corey in South Carolina. What's up, Corey? Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all doing? Good, good, good. Good. Hey, all right. I want to be a little bit of voice and reason in in some of this chat because I think that, like specifically Evan and Paul, I think there's a lot of Patriot fans that agree with you guys. You got to get more playmakers, whether it's through free agency, the draft, developing guys. I think you got to get better offensive line play. I think we were decent in the run game last year. But I think that pass blocking against like elite pass rush, critical downs, those are rough. And you've got to get better quarterback play. But I, I kind of want to come to max defense in, in two areas because I think it's a little bit overlooked. And one is don't overlook the ability to scheme guys open, right? Like you look at some of the plays last year in critical downs, third downs, we just didn't have options. There, there, there wasn't a check down. There wasn't. Um, a, a guy that that is schemed to to break through the the seam or to um, kind of take advantage of a of an outside linebacker rush, and then two, actually having those guys that can press the triangle. Right, I know it's it's Evan. You talk a lot about having a guy that can break it over the top or having a, a tall guy that can, can can beat out guys. I think you need that. I think you need. Someone that can that can make room in space, and I think you need a tight end that can press the triangle and, and take advantage of different coverages. So, I I totally agree with you guys. There's a lot that needs to go on, but I think you got to give Mac a little bit of grace in that situation last year. Press the triangle, nice. Okay, thanks, Corey. Yeah, no, some ball. Yeah, you're not making fun of him for that, right? That's that's right out of your 
Yeah, yeah. I just said he knows some ball. Okay, that's yeah. right out of your. Well, handle. what does that mean for us idiots? Middle of the field, like press the triangle. Like you have the two safeties, right? You have the linebacker in the middle of the field. Like who's who's opening up that that middle area? Good friend <laughs> in his own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's 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 opening it up uh, for I, everybody? I, 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 I know just, soccer that you work in. Triangles. I would just argue yeah. if it's all. A lot, there's a lot of triangle reads too and progressions for quarterbacks. I don't know which direction he was going with that necessarily. Now, would but. I make that that joke about soccer? You make fun of me. What? <laughs> I the triangle all the time. It's give and go. Set up a trial. It's not that. It's not that complicated. <laughs> geometry. Uh, CJ in Kansas City. What's up, Just CJ? Just like Bobby Orr, change the geometry of the hey, game. Hey, what's up, guys? CJ, well, so uh, are you uh, in everyone? Kansas City? Are you like right in the city? I am. Proper. You ever been to Graz- Grazianos or uh, Garazzos? Oh yeah. Garazzos. Yeah, Garazzos. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, place, yeah, huh? It's good place. I, I mean, it's uh, it's what definitely one of the places. I, I so I'm a transplant. I moved out here in like '08. But it was one of the first places people told me I had to go. Yeah, it's it's really good. So, are you going to go to the draft? Uh, yeah. So oh, uh, I don't know how I'm they sorry. do this other places, but me and a, a coworker of mine, we're going to go. Um, we had to like, it's like it, it's not reserved tickets, but we had to put our information in to get access. Hmm. I don't know if that's how it works all the time or not, but nothing you had to pay for. Cool so, story, so Hansel. We're still waiting. There we go. Yeah, yeah we're still waiting to find out. Yeah. Nice. Okay. okay so uh, here's my question. Um, talking about the draft, if uh, and Evan, I think I already know your answer to this based on your last show. But uh, if Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, is still there, Dave Flowers is there, and mm. Paris Johnson are there for our pick at 14, who are you guys taking? Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, that would be my pick. Yep, knew that. I'm in. I just anyone think it's, else? I think it's a huge need. Yeah, my pick would be Gonzalez because I think that would be the best corner. Yeah. And I, that's a harder position to stud. Yeah, yeah, I think corner two, just as because of what we discussed, the wide receiver class just like isn't as strong. And so I think that you can have the opportunity to get another wide receiver later, but you have the opportunity to get the best corner, allegedly. So you should get him at 14. I think you can get discount slot receiver. I mean, not as yeah. good as Zay Flowers, but yeah. there are guys Thanks, that play in the middle of the field later. It's just... I, I, like we talked about it a lot. Like, how does this defense get over the the edge? Because they've been pretty good, and I think it's almost like they're good enough to lull you into a, a false sense of security, saying, "I think the Patriots' defense is pretty good." I mean, by the numbers, they are a pretty good defense, but mm-hmm. they haven't been good enough against the really good yeah, teams, and the they thing. have to get over that hump. And yeah. I think the A one cornerback is is a big piece of it. And I mean, we're going to talk about defensive ends too. I think that's a whole nother you know debate about. Which is weird because I feel like doing this forever, Patriots fans usually are like, we need a pass rusher. We, and you just don't hear it this year. Mm-hmm. And I know you got Judon and you got Uche coming off good seasons and they're both back. But, you know, one's over 30. The other's entering the last year of his deal. So, I, you know, I, there's something there, too, that I don't think we've quite pinned down yet. The Patriots of the past would not have a million holes on their roster that they need to fill. So they would take an edge rusher in the first round because they had a, yeah. a hole to fill next year mm-hmm. at that position. Now they are kind of in a position where they don't really have that luxury anymore. But if this was the Patriots 10 years ago, then a guy like Nolan Smith or Lucas Van Ness or someone like that would be in every mock draft. Who was the guy, um, the, I think the Texas Tech guy that they were – Tyree Wilson. Yeah. Tie, they were tied to today. Yep. Right? They yeah. expressed, yep. I don't know if he's here. Or coming for a thirty, or I they think went it's to Friday. Did yeah. they went to watch him or whatever? But I just thought that was interesting because he is, I don't know, kind of considered to be a top ten pick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're in there, 
Are you maybe hoping that the board unfolds in a different way like we talked at the beginning of the show with the quarterbacks maybe pushing some good players down? Or might the Patriots target a guy and I, go up and get him? I think it's a great question. And, I mean, it's something I think we've been circling with Evan this whole spring of, like, you know, if, if the right tackle isn't there and you don't feel great about Zay Flowers, you know, maybe they feel like they don't even think Zay Flowers maybe is, like, a tw- top 20 pick. Like, let's – Maybe, right? I mean, if, if the right cornerback – I mean, I'm not going to bang the table for Devin Witherspoon. I mean, I'm not going to bang the table for Joey Porter Jr. You know what the worst part about this draft is? I'm not banging the table for anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonzalez, I would bang and I, the And it's not because him. I don't think there are good players in this draft. It's just that, like, there's – After you get through the first – Evan said like, it five minutes ago. There's so many holes. I'm not banging the table just for one of them to get filled. Like, no. I, I think they have options. I think they'll – make a case for a lot of guys. Yeah, I think they'll fill a hole with whoever they take. Yeah. Patty and Agwam chimes in. He says uh, about Bill's drafting. He says, Bill took touchdown Tommy Vardell <laughs> with the ninth pick in the 92 draft. Hopefully, Bill has evolved a tad since then. Something to mull over. I don't know if he has. Wow. Tommy Vardell. But, uh, Remember t- that? Tim, how bitter he is <laughs> when it comes to Bill. Always. Yeah. <laughs> the, the roster building We've lost in the last like, three or four years is just We've lost him. Sorry. Lost the, him. The, the, the track record speaks for itself. I'm only going off the receipts. Like, I, I can't. I, I can't change what he's done. But Tyree Wilson's a nice, interesting player because he's not that, like, screamer, Von Miller, bendy edge rusher that a lot of teams want to take in, in the, you know, top ten, like a Will Anderson type. So he is somebody that the, the league might uh, – Jim Nagy the, – the league <laughs> might be a little bit lower on than some of the mock drafts are because he doesn't have that prototypical double-digit sack guy – game but at the same time if you're the Patriots like Josh Uche Judon Barmore Tyree Wills I think all those guys can be on the field for you at the same time and that that becomes a front that's that's a problem I'm not that it isn't already but I'm wondering back to the owners meetings when we were talking to Mr. Kraft how important he said this draft was going to be if he's going to have potentially a larger say than he usually would in terms of like what and who we draft um, because he said, like, you essentially, like, build your success based off this draft, and we haven't drafted well. So I'm wondering if he will nudge and ensure that we do draft well with the picks that we have. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, telling them you got to do a good job. The question mm-hmm. is, I don't think Robert's going to be in the room saying, oh, let's pick Zay Flowers. But <laughs> My I board. think he might, <laughs> if, if there's an influence that he's going to have, it's telling Bill, listen to Matt Grow more. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I I got. Can I make one more point why? about? Uh, sorry. Maybe why, why do we have faith in that? Because it's just I mean, different. I mean, Evan aside, I don't mean to. Yeah, no, I don't no. Know. I, don't, I don't actually atta- don't don't attack me. I actually don't think that the influence that I want Mr. Kraft to have is not to tell him to listen to Macro. The influence that I want Mr. Kraft to have is can we not pick Cole Strange in the first round? Like, but how do you do that? Oh, no, yeah. Conve- you know, conventional. Like Can we stick it well, yeah, on the fairway, but, but, please? But I think let's, I, let's have our what board I'm saying and let's is stack th- our board and let's let's stay. Well, let's what I'm saying it. is, I think you know, I we're spending all this money on our scouts. Let's listen to our scouts. Okay, so I, I would the have old, a question. It's the old thing he had with Parcells. It's always dangerous to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, do you really think that Cole Strange was one of their top tw- top twenty rated prospects last year? The Patriots? Yeah, it, he can't be. I, I, I just can't imagine it was. So, like, I, to, I to Evan's point, if Robert Robert's not saying, hey, listen, I really really like this Zay Flowers kid, man. I mean, I think his three his, he's his not three Jerry cone, Jones. Like, no, he's not doing that, okay? But he can say, can we just establish a board and, and reasonably stick to it? Mm-hmm. Because I think they veered wildly 
with Cole Strange for last sure. year. Now, sure. I don't know that. Yeah. For all I know, we had this Maybe guy. Maybe they tw- did have him. We rated. had him as yeah. a 21st rated prospect, and everybody else had him at 121. I don't know. That might be true. I just am, it, it, I'm it just screamed of need last year. I think like they, we're yeah. desperate I for think he, a he guard. panicked and jumped off his board, yeah. and I think that's when you get in trouble. Yeah. I just can you not have the defending Super Bowl champions laughing at you uh, on the night of the draft? Like, can we just make a pick that it doesn't have to be Zay? Fly- it doesn't have to be the guy we're all talking about, right? Like, I think that's one thing that uh, I did the mailbag this week, and a lot of people asked me, like, what's the who's the guy that nobody's talking about because we know Bill and he's going to take some. I'll tell you when I get my books. He's going to take a lot of first round picks that I think no one's talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're first round picks. Exactly. That was a fourth round pick that no one was talking about. Right. right. Can we just take somebody at fourteen that all of us on our shows, uh, Mel Kiper, Daniel Jeremiah is like, yeah. That you know that he was right in that range. You know we had him. I had him at at sixteen on my big board. So big whoop that he they took him two spots earlier than I had him. Or yeah, something. Just, no one's going to argue there, right? Just get yeah. somebody that is a brand name. That's it. That that's Bam, what I've I been saying all off season. I don't want any like off brand dollar store. Like I need like a premium player okay. picked at right. fourteen. I need a premium want, player picked that's for a, that's all. That's a very common picks. refrain yeah. for Tamara. She doesn't you want, want a brand off, name. She doesn't want brand off brand. No off brand. She's not here for it. How excited would you be if they if they got Hendon Hooker at some point? I would be so excited. So that'd excited. be a cool pick for you. Oh, yes, boy. and back to that. I do think that if they are gonna you know pick a third quarterback to be on this team, I want it to be someone with a different skill set than what we already have. So whether it's Hendon Hooker or DTR, who we were able to see at East West Shrine Bowl and the Patriots had a chance to talk to him, whether it's someone with their skill set and their playmaking ability, I feel like that would be a good fit for the third spot in the quarterback room. Uh, Quick who am I game. Ready? (laughs) These are all former Patriots. Who am I? Uh, I was a hard-hitting linebacker that won two national titles in college. Dante Hightower. Incorrect. Andy Katzenmoy. You're out. You're out. (laughs) You're both two in, uh, Deuce and they Tamara. Didn't, they didn't guess. I contributed. <laughs> I contributed. I contributed my rookie year hmm. playing alongside Gerard Mayo and Rob Ninkovich. This is not Dante Hightower. Nope. Hmm. I contributed my rookie year. No, no guesses. One more. Gary Guyton. No, you're out. <laughs> Why so, would you waste? It's your up guess to on Tamara. That. I oh, had God. two stints with both the Patriots and the Bills before retiring. Oh. I'm phoning, Paul, I'm, Paul phoning, knows. I'm phoning a friend. Boop, boop, Paul. I know now. Do you watch videos on the I, internet? <laughs> <laughs> now I definitely know. Personal question. Where is this going? <laughs> Where is this going? Brandon Spikes. Yeah. Uh, he won two national championships at Florida? I guess so. And Tebow. Yeah, he was Tebow. Uh, uh, good one. Um, next one. I signed with New England before my fifth year as wide receiver in the league. I signed with New England before my fifth year. No one. I was a reliable target for Brady during the team's three Super Bowl runs in four years. David Patton. Correct. Booyah. Deuce. R.I.P. Looking at the uh, R.I.P. is right. Uh, next one. Two more. I was a pass-catching running back for the Patriots and routinely put up 30 to 40 catch seasons as a player. Former Patriot. I spent my entire career as a Patriot. Kevin Falk? Kevin Falk. Deuce. Deuce on fire. Last one. This one's worth three. So 30 passes? 30 to 40, he said. Yeah. <laughs> to 40. Yeah. Different era. 
Uh, final. This is the bonus. I was a backup to Drew Bledsoe and spent majority of my career as a Patriot before going to Florida to finish my playing career. Seriously? You know it? Seriously? This is like a joke? Okay. What, who is then, it? then make a guess. I feel like I know who it is. Then say it! One, maybe the one person I know who it is, okay. but I don't want to get it wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think everyone's going to get it in the next one. But anyway, I have... Sp- uh, I have been a part of the team's Super Bowl success and a few losses. Is it Zolak? Yes. I think I was going to say Zo after the first one, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I think it was too obvious. I, went yeah, out on, I was very confused. I didn't I was get the yeah. Florida thing. What does that mean? He went to Miami. Oh, I was thinking like he went to Florida like he retired in <laughs> Florida. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get it. Hello, I mean, Jerry. it's Miami, not Florida. Well, <laughs> it is in Florida. Oh, so is Tampa Bay. I know. <laughs> it's a different team, though. Well, that's you don't want to just say it. And then I think it was funny. well-worded, like being part of. He was part of in the broadcasting mm-hmm. booth, you know? So Boy, scared. Paul just poo-pooing it. No, wow. I just – Does that make I, us I part of, it. I, of I just, Super Bowls? I didn't get it. Is that how that hey, works? Hey, a lot no. of people in this room have Super Bowl rings. Right, so like if, if you're in the broadcast booth and you're part of it, then – I guess Fred and Paul were part of it too. If you're a part of the pregame show, I think you're part of it. Yeah. But sure. Oh wow, thanks. Jeez. Making fun of me when I was looking at Kevin Fox no, stats. Just making fun of Evan. <laughs> Caleb in Knoxville Someone's writes in. Go to the games. <laughs> um, he says my viewpoint on the season last year was Bill knew last year there was absolutely no way they would have a shot at contending, and there was nobody better to That's get ridiculous. at o- offensive corner than waiting a year for uh, Bill O'Brien to become available. Then the head coach should have been fired. After meeting with him and Saban last offseason, Bill will never tank or throw a season, but I truly believe last well, you season— You just said he did. But I truly believe last season was a product of Bill setting things up for a longer-term plan than just the 2022 season. I believe he hasn't been vocal— about Patricia and Judge doing bad jobs because ultimately Bill knew they were put in positions to fail all for the betterment of the team years down the line. Not saying that ideology is right or wrong, just the only thing that makes sense to me based on Bill's track record. I just, like, he's 70 years old. Like, it just, and I think this gets to the heart of the matter of like, where's the urgency? Like, you don't really, like, nobody's going to be upset in, in seven or eight years from now when you've been out of the league for four years and the team stinks. Like, they just love you to see you go all in and make take advantage of what people have come to believe, you know, yeah. is is the greatest coach of all time, and that's that lack of urgency. I think it just permeates the last three seasons, and I don't I don't get it. I don't. It's like it's like somebody who's coaching like they're going to coach forever. Well, Mr. Kraft made that clear when we were in Arizona that he is is looking to see a change this season, like playoffs. Playoffs. Not in a couple oh, years. Yippee. Smaller let's change than he was looking for last year. Let's yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah. Last year this was to season. win playoff games. This year was just to make the playoffs. Uh, uh, do you think that year, maybe he does no. think he's going to coach forever? Like not forever, but like There's you know, no like way. like he's 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 wired that way to think that I he think, might. I don't think he thinks he's done anytime soon. Yeah, no. right. So no. maybe in his head, like we're all saying, oh well, how many more years does a seventy-year-old coach have? Maybe he's like ten. Yeah. Like I, I well, you know, and I, I also know. think Kevin. I think that part of his philosophy, which I really like, uh, generally as a philosophy, is just focusing on the immediate, immediate right now. You know, and I, I think like that almost might be maybe we, part of the problem at the end here is that you've been so dedicated to not worrying about, you know, the next couple of years or how things are falling into place. You're just methodically building a team like you always have may, that you're going to miss out. Maybe on Maybe we time. all have it wrong, and he's we got the wrong record that he's after. Maybe he's going after the oldest coach ever in the NFL record. <laughs> That's a great record. He's not going to get there. He's not going to get there. 
I'm only right? kidding, yeah. You don't have to get so serious. <laughs> but what was? Uh, I don't. I don't know how to kiss. Was it that Levy? Huh? Was it Levy or Alice? Like who was the oldest? I don't know. Mark, we Mark. should find that out. Levy was probably yeah, up there. Uh, what, what do you think the number is? Like, what's the age of the oldest coach ever in the NFL? 74. I'm saying 82. 82. Oh, I was wow. going to say 80. I was going to say 82. Yeah. 80. Zero. Okay. <laughs> 80 also. 80 also. Man. Deuce look it up. Meanwhile, I'll read Andrew and Bradford's email. When the Patriots drafted Mac uh, 15th overall, there was already the question in the media whether Bill really thought Mac was their guy because the Patriots didn't trade up to get him. Was the value for a consensus first-round caliber quarterback at pick 15 was too much to pass on? During the draft, there was a lot of reports. Bill wanted the guard, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, but mm. the dra- Jets drafted him before the Patriots picked. With the significant differences in Robert Kraft's and Bill's comments towards Mac this offseason, combined with Bill's refusal to back Mac at any point in time, do you think it is possible that Bill got a director from above that they needed to draft a rookie quarterback in the 2021 draft if one was still available. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I think there was. Um, I mean, th- there was definitely everything he said is definitely like uh, sort of out there as potential factors in why they they took him in and whatnot, and the fact that. They were cont- they needed a quarterback clearly, and they were content to just wait it out, and whatever one was there, they were going to take. So a lot of people were like, "Well, they didn't love him because of that." The rest of it, who knows for sure. Uh, so I got the list of uh, the oldest coaches in NFL history. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, the coach, the coach who coached at the oldest age is. Uh, we should probably do a, a trivia for it because he was a fairly prominent Patriots coach recently, like within the last twenty years. He coached. I don't want to give any more away. Well, to say it. Well, Romeo Cornell coached at at seventy three. Was mm-hmm. it when he filled in? I guess for the Texans, seventy three was the oldest. Before that, there no coach. And the only coaches that have coached over seventy are Gunther Cunningham, coached to seventy. Al Saunders coached to seventy one. Marv Levy was seventy two. George Hallis was seventy two. Boy, and that's Romeo surprising. Seventy seven. How old was seventy four wins? Uh, Hallis <laughs> uh, was seventy two. He coached for forty seven. I'm years. surprised that it, it wasn't higher than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so how is I'm now I know he's going for that record, <laughs> oldest coach. <laughs> well, and, and he's got it. I don't know when this was posted, time, but <laughs> it was when Bill was 69. So I guess that's <laughs> last year. <laughs> um, but he was at 45 years at that point. So I mean, it just in terms of coaching longevity, Hallis coached 47 years, and Bill will, I guess, would be 47 this year. How so many years did uh, Shula coach? Uh, he's not on this list. Not on the list. Not on the top 10. Hmm. Arians got on at that hmm. 69. Not on the list. 25. Mm. More and <laughs> shorter. Wait, how old is he? Some might say kind <laughs> of a guys, hollow record. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Wait, you said Arians was what? Uh, just a, I mean, he was 69, but 25 years active. Nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good ending to the show. All right, we'll be back Put a on, tent on this Thursday with another edition of <laughs> Patriots Unfiltered. Till then, thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.